everybody welcome to this xbox life episode number 568 titled all consoles matter this is a show about xbox gaming uh any other system pc gaming we talk about towels once in a while um what else have we talked about appliances i think it's been a while since we talked about appliances and uh either way it's about gaming and before i go on with the rest of the show let me just uh mention a couple things real quick uh, we are not affiliated with microsoft or the xbox in any way this is a show being done by fans for fans of the microsoft xbox the views and opinions expressed on the show do not reflect those of microsoft so now getting back to the swing of things here my name is rob also known as presar and we have a host packed show this week we've got uh a full foursome here just like uh back in the day when we first started there's four of us uh there's myself and then with me as always i've got my good buddy mark hey everybody it's wingman 709 on xbox live and we also have the mysterious mr brun so i'm looking yes. at him right now and on his video he's like surrounded by darkness yeah in the background it's the high the overcrowding and and the rental that we're in until we can build but uh bj slick 33 on xbox and all those fun yeah. 300 different systems you know, game launchers on pc yeah yeah <laughs> and then uh back to the show we've got uh mr jonathan winbush yeah, thank you guys again. My name is Jonathan Wimbush, which is all my handles across Xbox and social media. I'm not witty like that, so that's my, my screen name across like all the platforms. But so, um, yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, you do a, a good job of branding yourself. I I uh, follow your channel on YouTube, watch all oh, your you. cool videos that you put out and all that God, good stuff. Thank you. Yeah, definitely um, follow me on YouTube if you guys can. I just got a sponsorship deal through Epic Games, and so I'm gonna be lo- I'm gonna be animating the logo, so the Unreal Engine logo. I'm gonna be animating that and then doing a complete breakdown on how to create that. So if you guys are interested in motion graphics or VFX or even gaming, make sure you give me a follow. And um, yeah, it's gonna be up on all the Epic Game platforms as well. So keep an eye out for that type of stuff. Oh, very cool. So. Alrighty. Well, here let's get on uh, with this Be- feature pack show. Do, oh, that's right. Before we do, I want to just make I want to bring something up real quick. Public service announcement. So the title of the show is not necessarily meant to make a political <clears throat> statement, even though it sounds that way. But I'm using it because of something that has transpired uh, on our Facebook group today. So there. You know, Microsoft had their big event today, and this seems to happen every time something like this comes up. Um, And I just wanted to remind everyone, like, we're, even though we are an Xbox show, and this is an Xbox, our Facebook group is an Xbox-related group, we all play on all platforms. We all like, enjoy gaming. We're gamers at heart. So when you come into the, the Facebook group and you talk about how Xbox sucks, or you start swearing, which is against our rules, or you're calling other names, you're going to get kicked from the group. Um, it's an Xbox group for a reason. So we ask that you stay on topic. If you don't like Xbox, then just, you know, if you are a hater, and I'm not saying those that we're in today were, but I've had a lot of people reach out to me today. <laughs> so um, 
what was going on was basically borderline flaming, you know, trying to incite an argument. And we just don't put up with that. Um, so if you if you're a Sony guy and you just hate Xbox, then just go to your Sony groups. They're gonna love that. They're gonna love your hate over there. So um, keep it clean. If you got you can you can have an opinion, but when you come in and say Xbox sucks, Sony rules. When these consoles aren't even out yet and you don't have them in your hand and you're making statements like you know oh the new Halo looks like Halo C, you need to go back and replay Halo C. I mean in all honesty, they're they're they are so far apart it's unbelievable. So. You know, those types of statements just automatically alerts everyone that you're just being a troll. So, and I put in there, be friendly. I It's in our it's in our rules at the top. I put another post in today, remove some posts. I didn't kick anyone out yet. Um, made some comments, watch it, behave, but that's it. So if it does continue, people will be removed from the group. So let's have fun. Let's game. We can, we can play all consoles. It doesn't matter. We don't have to love everything. And, and, and as you guys all know me, I don't. I scream the loudest when Xbox does something I don't like, you know, because we're passionate about it. But it's not like, oh, Xbox sucks, you know. It's the worst ever. I'm I'm never gonna buy one. That's just childish behavior, um, you know. I, we don't want that garbage in our group, you know. There's enough hate in the world. We come here to get away from it. We want to have fun, talk about games. So that's that's all I'm gonna say about it. So um, just, just let's get back to gaming, people. Or Ron, to, you, or to, go, to shorten, think, to ahead, shorten all of that, you can just collapse it all into be nice. Be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Brian, did you want to make a comment? I, I know you were well, yeah, it's, it's kind of on top of that. It's it's like I mentioned like a rant or, or whatnot, but it's it's the same. It's the same kind of thing. It's like, you know, right after the conference, uh, you know, I missed parts of it because obviously it was happening during work hours so i was kind of watching it during lunch but then got phone calls and stuff so i just kind of go out and you know i go to twitter which is probably the worst worst place to go to um i don't really post i usually read stuff there but um you go out and you see oh it's the xbox game event i forget what the hashtag actually was you go in and it's non-stop like nothing but bashing you know and it really boils down to like the people that are arguing on there you're you guys are just yelling at each other in a silo you don't realize that twitter anytime you're having arguments on twitter you're just talking to like a group of people and not the world you know you're siloing yourself out so you know it just comes to where everything is like you know when you see a game whether it's from sony or from you know microsoft or you know ubisoft or ea or something if you don't want to play it, don't play it. I mean, I don't play every game that's out there. I, you know, don't like certain type of genres. I don't want to say I don't like them. I just kind of, kind of can't get into them. But I don't turn around and sit there and say, oh, you know, um, Obsidian, you're horrible because you make RPGs. Like, your your RPGs are trash because I just don't like RPGs. I don't, I don't say that. Like, I can turn around and say when a game looks nice or when I'm excited to play a game, whether it's Microsoft or this or that. It's just if you're if you like games, just be happier and just enjoy that you're getting games. Because, you know, with the COVID and everything going on right now, a lot of these companies could have just shut their doors and said, Hey, we'll be back in two years. And then you're getting nothing. And you know what I mean? It's just it's just stuff like that and it drives me nuts. And and not only that, it's just like, oh, this console has already won this generation because it had a better conference than than Microsoft did. 
it's like they showed more games. They have more gamed, you know, and I did a little bit of research and I'll actually, after we're done talking about all the games and stuff, I'll tell you what I found out or what I can share about this other side is better type of thing just to kind of make you think about it. Like, why argue so much when you don't even realize that a lot of the games are coming out for both consoles and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it's just the trolling and the console wars that the consoles aren't even out yet. I don't know how you could have a war when they're not even out. Just give it, give it a rest. It's exhausting for most people like myself and any, everybody on this show. Like you're, you're spending too much time talking about stuff that just doesn't matter. Just go play a game and have fun. So, but yeah. Well said. Yeah. All, right. All right. We done? Tip. Awesome. Yeah. So since this is our games review or from the Xbox show, we're skipping our what we've we been playing. We're going to jump just right into a couple quick topics and then just spend the show talking about the uh, Xbox show today. So go ahead. Rob. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one quick thing or another quick thing after a slew of quick things. Here is that uh, we've decided to move away from the whole Amazon affiliate um, thing that we've been doing for the past couple of years. So as of right now, um, those affiliate links um, uh, don't work anymore. So um, we'll we'll come up with something in the next uh, couple weeks, I suppose. Maybe go back to Patreon or something like that. But uh, if you've been using the Amazon links to support the show, um, just know that those don't work and, uh, you know, feel free to use somebody else's affiliate links for another organization that you want to support. So, uh, thanks for all of the support we've gotten through that over the years. It's been uh, greatly appreciated. So, um, moving on to a couple of the topics, I'm just going to burn through these really, really fast. Um, first up, is uh, there's been some talk over the past couple of weeks, months, uh, about what's the price of games going to be with the next generation. A lot of speculation that the price is going to hike up about $10. So, you know, instead of $59.99, they're going to go to $69.99, $70 essentially. And there was, um, what was that? Uh, with 2K games uh they're charging an extra ten dollars for nba 2k 21 so that game is going to 70 dollars. and uh, after they made that announcement you know everybody's pretty much thinking hey you know all these other games are going the same well ubisoft has uh publicly committed to keeping the prices as they are who knows how long this is going to last but at least for the short term and you know uh, hopefully into next year, the, their prices will pretty much stay the same. But, you know, looking at it, um, when do people actually pay $60 for an Ubisoft game anyway? <laughs> Don't they normally go to like $3 after a couple of weeks? Because uh, Stopped I, a long time ago. I learned my yeah. lesson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I Wait a couple of weeks. Yeah. I could have sworn I saw Unity again for like 97 cents. <laughs> on CD keys or something. But uh, yeah, so hopefully other publishers will follow suit with Ubisoft and, and keep their prices the same, but we will have to see. Hey, and uh, this reminded me of uh, something that I thought of a, a couple weeks ago and I never mentioned it. 
is that if they do increase the price of games uh, later on this year, uh, it might be a good idea to start pre-ordering some of these, right? Because you can pre-order some of these games. In fact, some of these games are like $50. When you pre-order, you get extra stuff. And, um, you know, that way you can lock in that lower price now. Uh, even if they do bump their prices later on this year to $70, you can at least get ahead of that. But you are committing that money though, uh, in advance. So uh, might want to check that out. Uh, another thing that was kind of interesting is that the new console, the Series X, is going to have that brand new uh, storage system, right? It's going to be these little cards or these little upgrade disk modules. Um, they talked about, you know, how the system itself is going to have one terabyte built into it. And then on that one reveal uh, video that they had, they had that little, I don't know, to me, it looks like a much bigger, like USB dongle kind of like that you have for the mice or keyboards, but it's bigger um, in height and width, but uh, they're going to have those for uh, as one terabyte sizes so you can expand your system and seagate actually has a page on that right now where you can uh, uh, sign up on there to stay informed i'm assuming that this is going to be kind of like a notification when they do go public with this when they start selling or taking pre-orders for these you know they'll send out some uh notification emails or whatnot so um yeah, you might want to check it out on Seagate's website. They call it the uh, Seagate Storage Expansion Card for Xbox Series X. That's quite uh, the mouthful there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting that uh, they've actually got this thing already. I'm signed up. Thanks. Out. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know about this. Yeah, the expansion yeah. back on the Series X, I think, is a direct. It's like basically like an mvme type yeah. expansion slot and not the usb3 um so it's like direct connection i, I believe to the board which makes it extremely mm -hmm. fast yeah they say it's a custom pcie gen yep. four by four. two nvme yeah yeah so gen four is the newest generation i believe very nice and so, on oh, god I was going to say, do we know how many expansion slots the Series X has? Is it just the one, or does it have multiple? It's just the one. Just the one? Okay. Yeah. and I, But I believe you also can hook in USB. Um, but I think, and this is obviously what we don't know. I don't know or haven't seen anything official yet. But I believe the games, like when you want to play a game, I think this was true for the Xbox One for a while. You couldn't play the games off the USB 3. Or maybe that was off of um, the 360 at a point in time. You could obviously move games onto at the store, but you couldn't play from it because of the speed of it. Um, so I think, you know, you're going to have something like a cold storage type of scenario and then your warm or hot storage where, you know, you can play your games from. But I'm not. I don't know that for a fact. But that's just assumption based off seeing that. Like they wouldn't put that slot on there and let you not let you play a game from it. But I could also see them not allowing you to play a game from a USB three uh, storage device unless it's this one that 
Rob was talking yeah. about, maybe they can make it fast enough. I'm I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. And it's the same thing even with Sony, because Sony has that nice, you know, new type of hard drive, which is exciting to me for, as a PC and gaming and stuff. Like, it's ultra, ultra fast. And they they talk about how no load times, things like that for their type of games. And there's essentially like 800 gig, you know, storage device. And obviously you can expand on theirs, but I don't know if they're going to allow games to play from other anything other than that 800 and something gig. So you may have to move games around, but if you want to get the full like impact of the, of the, either one of those consoles, I think you're going to want to play from the internal storage. Yeah. Major Nelson talked about this, I think on his show, because I vaguely remember him being the one that mentioned it is that so if you play off of the onboard, uh, you'll get all the benefits of the series X, you know, like the game switching, quick load, all that stuff. If your game is on this system, you get those benefits as well. If you have it on the, you know, USB three storage external, you know, kind of like what we have to the, today, it'll basically run just like a traditional Xbox game an Xbox one game. So you can still play it, but you don't get any of that new fun stuff that the series X has. Hmm. Now, uh, on a side note, I think if, uh, if you're going to, for some reason, need more than like two terabytes, right? The one terabyte built in and the one terabyte on the expansion. Uh, I think the premise is that if you want, you get multiple, of these drives and you switch them out as necessary back to the old memory cards yeah same yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah remember the ps2 like four and eight meg memory cards yeah. yep yep yeah yeah you had binder form and everything yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yep yeah and, um one thing on this too and i'm gonna just go ahead and mention this now since we're kind of it fits in this the one of the things that the Sony PS5 is uh, the me- the quote the media has touted up that it's like they got one thing over the Xbox Series X and that's the speed of the SSD. However, that's you're looking at it. They're looking at it from just hardware only. The thing is, is Microsoft has added their velocity. This is a velocity architecture that they've engineered for this SSD. And I was watching a thing about it. And when you take this velocity architecture into play and give this power to the devs, you can actually get faster speeds of loading off of the Microsoft's SSD than you do the Sony PS5 SSD. So it's it's allow this velocity architecture allows the devs to it's real like way above my head. So I'm really yeah. trying to simplify this the best way I, I understood it. So traditionally today, when they got to load stuff into memory, everything gets loaded, right? So whether you, and say you're in a game like Red Dead 2, and you're, you've got stuff way off in the distance, and then you've got a horse in a town right next to you. Every asset, every pixel gets loaded in at the same time, even those that you're not going to be seeing in the far distance. So the velocity architecture 
allows a dev to load up more of what's right in front of you right away and like load up what you need as you go on because you're not even going to notice like at the draw distance or something that's way out you're not going to notice it you don't need it in in memory taking up the space so yeah. it gives the devs the freedom to load in what they want and those times like are drastically reduced so it, it in in a game with someone actually making use of that we're, we're gonna actually have you're, there's really not going to be a difference so it's a two-part thing it's not just a raw speed of a of a hard drive there yeah. is technology and software that has been built to also take other additional advantages other than raw speed and mark the what i've read and, and microsoft has actually said it's it's like near near to no load times right which is is which is very similar that that's the one thing about the hard drive and and again you know the talk about it earlier it's like you can't really say you don't want to say bad things about one console or the other they're both right. they both look great and and that yeah. stuff is very exciting because as a pc gamer you know i still have load times and i've been on ssds for years you know what i mean but these two these ssds that they're coming out with is something hopefully you know everybody can take advantage of right. um so yeah, like it's I I know they're in two different type of architectures, but if it's the same outcome, then that's that's great. So yeah, and if and, if if a PS5 loads Call of Duty in two seconds, and the Series X loads the same game in eight seconds, um, okay, <laughs> like yeah. whoop de doo, right? Like wow, yeah. I had to wait five whole seconds. I mean, it's like that. Is that really? what you're basing your decision on to purchase a console is those five precious seconds. It's like, come on, you know? <laughs> yeah. If, if it's, <laughs> you know, the way it makes it sound or the way they make it sound is, you know, you know, like Spider-Man and stuff like that. Like it'll load, there'll be zero load times. Like you might have your initial load, but like while you're playing the game, there's zero load times. And if you turn around, you're playing a game on, you know, another console and, it has to load every level for 45 seconds. I mean, that's right. huge. That's like, Ooh, yeah. you know, that's something big. And I mean, I just got done playing and beating the first, you know, first main storyline of the Spider-Man game. And the load times in that game are just, it drives me nuts. Every time you open a door, do this, do that, it's like constantly loading. Yeah. So if they're going to sit there and say, hey, the new Spider-Man has zero load times, I'm like, wonderful. Like, that's but only <laughs> so on excited. But only on the PS5. You can't True. play the new Spider-Man on the PS4. True. PS4 I mean, I mean, that, Which and I mean on insane. the new consoles. Yeah, I mean yeah. on the new consoles. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, the the load times. I'll, you know, if if like Fortnite's one that I, I sit here every day, it's like, oh, I gotta yeah. wait like three minutes. I cannot wait to be in a game in five seconds or ten. If it's thirty seconds, I gotta wait to load into Fortnite. That's a huge win. Yeah. <laughs> compared to what it is today, you yeah. know, so. Yeah. I mean, we could be talking seconds of difference, you know, between the two, it, but I, it, I well, I'm that's the, so yeah, excited. the raw, the raw data, the, the hardware specs and the outputs is a matter of a few seconds different. It's not this big, massive, like Sony's going to instantly load and uh, series X is going to take a minute or two to load. That's not the case. It's yeah. just the way it's being spun. So yeah. I just wanted to mention this was a, uh, uh, this was, I had to find that video, um, 
that I saw the other day, but it was really yeah, interesting. But- and I'm like, that's kind of cool because, and it's something brand new that Microsoft has developed and they're doing this with these hardware vendors like Seagate. Um, that's what you want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, so, didn't Microsoft show the same thing? Like they showed Gears of War 5 running with zero load times, I thought, whenever they announced their no boot time stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's the thing is like these, those couple things is like, we still haven't really seen things right. like they are holding on to things and not saying stuff for reasons. You know what when, I mean? Like when it gets it in both, our hands, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I, and I really think like Microsoft's like both Sony and Microsoft are kind of sitting back waiting on one to say something just so they can hurry up and jump on them and, and say something like, ha we gotcha. You know, like everybody's waiting for that gotcha moment from both sides. Um, but yeah, but the only, yeah, well, yeah, I can talk about that in a second too, but, um, the one other thing that's exciting about these, the faster speeds and, and, and basically you're streaming assets as, as needed, but also they talk about, you know, if you have this tree and you're loading, you're loading something in, you may have that tree 3000 times. And in yeah. today's game, there's 3000 instances of that tree. So your game is two terabytes big, right? Or, you know, two gig big. And in the new version, they'll have that tree one time with the speed of allowing you to render it 3,000 times. And so now your game sizes that you're downloading and installing and stuff on these hard drives are going to be fractions of the size. Yeah, because the way that um, Unreal, like I've only worked in Unreal. I can't speak for other engines, Mm -hmm. but the way, like whenever we make a 3D model and you bring that asset in, it's called um, LOD, level of detail. So like you're saying like a tree or a rock, you would bring that rock in like five different times because if that rock is way off into the distance, you don't need as many polygons on it because it's so far out. So that's like a whole new geometry in itself. And as you move closer to that rock, the level of detail is going to get higher and higher. It's like popping in a new geometry each time. And so with the that's what the whole Unreal 5 thing was about, was mm-hmm. you have one piece of geometry and that's it. Like you can even take like a cinematic piece that they're using from like Star Wars or something like that. Say they're working on a Star Wars game. They could take the models from the movie and bring them into the game engine and leave it just the way that it is. Like you don't have to like um, lower the poly count or bring in like a whole bunch of dumber um like dumber versions of that model, like it's all there. And like Bron was saying, like once it's loaded, that's it. Like you don't have to worry about keep like having all these iterations and everything of it. Yeah. There's some cool, like you go and really look at all the tech that's coming out of these newer generations of these consoles and stuff. And it's just like, there's a lot of cool, it's so nice to be like a gamer and and seeing this stuff and kind of seeing how it's going to be easier on us and make things simple for us like i don't need a four terabyte hard drive or keep uninstalling and reinstalling games if they're going to make them smaller um data caps you know online caps things like that's going to be great like size on disc like think about the sizes on disc like i bought spider-man i bought spider-man on disc because it was twenty dollars and I bring it home and I had to wait 40 minutes to play that game on my PlayStation because it had to install and download. And I always yeah. thought I could be disconnected from the internet, you know, because remember how we share game, how we share games. I hand you a disc, you go and you play it and you don't need online or any of that stuff. But yet I had to wait 40 minutes for that game to install um, just because of the sheer size of it. 
and it being on disc and I just I'm so excited for the new tech coming. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, us talking about all this stuff. I just reminded me of a couple of days ago I watched this one video about the uh, Commodore Amiga computer from back in the day and they were talking <laughs> about sprites oh. on, on it, like uh, you know, how simplistic the graphics were. And uh, you know, those sprites they used to fit on uh, three and a half inch floppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember and, that. And and here we are twenty no, probably thirty years later, twenty five, thirty years later, how much yeah. things have changed. Do you remember do you remember loading game like five and a quarter inch floppies like and yeah. having like three or four of them and it's like insert floppy one and you're putting it in it's like eh, 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 you know and then you put in the other one and just to load up a game that was black and green you know it's like black screen with green text it's like so so funny well, yeah. Or if you were like you went into a room, you had to load in the other floppy, and that's not the room you wanted to go into. So like yeah. you go back into yeah. the, the room you just came from, you had to reload the other floppy again. And yeah, yeah. fun times. Yeah. I remember playing B1 Bomber on the Commodore 64 and loading it from a tape cassette. Cassette, yep. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm old. All right, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then you find out that like a sibling actually, uh, you know, recorded uh, Casey Kasem over it, America's Top Forty, yep. and uh, yeah, and your game is gone. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. Uh, last thing. So I thought this was supposed to be quick. <laughs> yeah, you're slowing us down, Rob. No, yeah. no fault. Stop talking so much. <laughs> so uh, No Man's Sky, it uh, got added to Game Pass, I don't know, a couple months ago, maybe, a couple weeks ago, whatever it was. And it's a game that's been on for about a year or two already. And, uh, you know, we had talked uh, a number of times about what does Game Pass offer a company, you know, in, in terms of, uh, you know, how does it affect their sales? How does it affect in terms of, you know, how many people get uh, to actually play the game and so forth. And there was a, um, a programmer, Sean Murray from hello games that wrote an article in, uh, the Xbox wire. And, uh, I thought this was really kind of interesting. I'll read the first paragraph of it. And he goes, uh, last month we welcomed over a million new players into no man's sky by virtue of Xbox game pass and the windows 10 release. This together with our cross-play update meant that we are seeing some of our biggest ever in-game numbers all playing together regardless of their gaming platform. It is genuinely humbling nearly two years after the fir after first releasing on Xbox One that there are still so many people interested in exploring our universe. So yeah. I just thought this was amazing that they had one million new people or one million uh, new game players uh, go into No Man's Sky that uh i mean th that is really significant for a company that has a or a developer that has a game that's been out for a while and then in one month to get a million new players i mean that is huge and uh you know they probably introduced the game to a lot of people that hadn't tried it already maybe never would have tried it and maybe they like the game that has them buy games in the future gets dlc and so forth so that, that was pretty cool and 
um, <laughs> this is maybe a little bit telling of Game Pass. So if they had 1 million new players, maybe that means that we know that there's at least 1 million uh, Game Pass subscribers. Yeah, so the, it's it's funny with, you know, with him, Murray, and, you know, Hello Games. Obviously, they developed the thing, and, and he you know, at the beginning, like put his foot in his mouth. I don't know if you guys remember like all the promises he made for that game. And it kind of like, he kind of put himself in a bad position. And then when it launched, it was very, very, it was bad. It was like battlefield four type of bad, like broken, unfinished, not fun, uh, missing all the promises of how pretty it was supposed to be. And it took almost that year for them to come out with like a re-release, which then is when it launched on Xbox. And that's when they got a big jump there and they kind of redeemed themselves. So it's, it's a company, I think that over-promised, under-delivered. I think they were kind of rushed and forced by another company to hurry up and put out this game. Um, and just them keep working on it and working on it. We've seen this a number of times, like Rainbow Six, I think is another one of those games where these developers, they just keep working and they make their game better. Um, but yeah, that last update where they put in crossplay was was huge. When they put that in, like it skyrocketed back up. It's just, it is crazy. So, but a million people in game, if, if, <laughs> if there's a million Game Pass users, and they're and they're paying for it, and they're not holding on to it for three years for three dollars or whatever they did at that one time, like to convert it for for a dollar, like that's a lot of money a month. Yep. You know, and you have the talks about Xbox Live Gold going for free, and like getting rid of Xbox Live Gold because just rat like just basically pushing Game Pass. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> so. Oh, for sure. And I know at one point, um, Hello Games used to be like four people only. I'm assuming now it's grown. Yeah, and I mean, that's the company that lost all... Didn't they lose everything like in a flood? Oh, yeah, that's right. And then there, didn't like Xbox help them out or something? Yeah, Microsoft came in and, and helped them out. And then it was kind of weird that after they helped them out, then they signed that exclusive deal with Sony. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hence, I believe, was the company that kind of forced them and pushed them to release when they weren't ready. Um, but, you know, Microsoft didn't care, but it was really nice that they came to, you know, came out and kind of helped them out. But, mm -hmm. yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool story oh, for them. Absolutely. So we got a couple of uh, rumor things we want to talk about. Uh, let's save that for next week. Okay. So. Although we kind of talked about one of them just now. Oh, was that the Xbox Gold? Yeah, sorry, I don't see the script in front of me, so that's all off. <laughs> okay, so we we want to talk about that thing that happens today. Sure. The show, actually, I didn't see the pre-show, so yeah, I was going to ask. So, what is this that Jeff Keeley did? Because I totally missed this until Mark started posting up videos, and I was like, "Why didn't they show that stuff during the show?" Mark's like, "Yeah, they showed it before the show." And I was like, "That didn't make any sense," but yeah, it was. Um... When I first so I heard that Jeff Keeley was doing a thing at an hour prior that he was doing a pre-show and they were going to do some exclusives. So, uh, but I really was like, oh, okay. So I got on to YouTube. I actually went to IGN's channel, and it was their own people at eight o'clock this morning kicking off. And I was like, wait a minute, where's Jeff Keeley? 
So I did a quick search and saw that he was on a, on Xbox On. That's the name of the uh, channel. And I think the Xbox On is like a uh, an Xbox YouTube channel out of, uh, out of Europe. Um, he was there, on there. So I switched over to there. Um, and it was, he was talking with different people um, throughout the thing, but it was all pre-recorded, you know, um, I think there was a couple groups that were, were live that, that were brought in, but uh, there was a lot of pre-recorded and it was all pre-scripted and stuff, but he, he did have some stuff to show. So the, the kind of the big first announcement, the trailer that he showed was that Dragon Quest. And I don't know what the, it's SI or something X, I don't know what it is, but Dragon Quest is coming to Xbox finally. Um, and it's going into Game Pass. Uh, yeah, this is happening huge. on December 4th. So yeah, I, I posted that. Yeah, I think that was you, Jonathan. I posted yeah. <laughs> out in the group because, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, is it any, you know, is the show any good? I didn't see it. And I was like, well, you know, Xbox has basically every game they talked about. They have all the trailers. So I posted those on our group today. Uh, you're all welcome. <laughs> as well as the link to the full show. Um, and then I was like, oh, I wonder where the pre-stuff is. And I found those. They had them there. So I posted those out as well. So if you missed it, you can go see the six games that were uh, they had trailers for um and you can see those uh, on our facebook group so check them out um yeah so yeah can that's I talk a big about deal, the dragon quest huh no i so said can i talk about dragon quest oh quick? absolutely yeah i thought that was a huge announcement for someone that's into jrpg games because that's been the thing that's been lacking in the xbox ecosystem is the japanese developed games and that's where sony's been thriving at and i mean they basically go over to sony and nintendo but um, yeah, when you posted that Dragon Quest was coming to Xbox, I looked it up and this is actually the first time that it's coming to an Xbox platform. And the biggest thing about it is it's coming to Game Pass, which is, it seems like that's been the MO this year because I know Phil took a trip to Japan last year. And it seems like ever since that trip, all the Japanese developers have been bringing their games over to Game Pass. And um, yeah, I mean, that's just huge because now we have like the Yakuza series, we have the Kingdom Hearts series, and um, yeah, there's been like a lot of Japanese developers coming over and they're going straight to Game Pass. So as soon as the game comes out, we get to play it, not for free, but you know, if you have Game Pass, it's already there. So I think that's a huge thing that Phil went over and did. Cause I know Xbox has been having problems in Japan ever since the start. So it yeah. seems like they're finally starting to come around. Yeah, and I, I didn't know what it was. So I didn't realize the impact that um, when I when they when the, the Japanese developer was on saying you know the first time on Xbox I'm like oh this will probably be a good thing you know but I really don't follow it and then you were just like what <laughs> <laughs> why did they announce this in the main show this is huge so <laughs> yeah yeah that would have been a big pickup because I mean that's like a, something that you get a PlayStation for wow yeah so cool so that's kind of a feather in the cap of Xbox so that that's a good thing that was there um. The next, and, and so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try to go slow. We'll just go down the list, and I don't, I know you guys don't all see it. So if I start to move on to the second one, please just say, hey, I want you know, jump in on the game we're talking about. Um, the next one was called Exomecha. Um, all I know, it's a free-to-play game that's coming out late 2021. This looked really cool. It looked like a, like a futuristic Call of Duty meets max like meets Mac warrior yeah meets uh metal dragons 
like it was cool man <laughs> it's like crisis meets titanfall maybe yeah yeah totally. yeah there you go yeah, yeah I'm looking at the trailer right now i mean this looks crazy yeah <laughs> and so was- it's got vehicles it's got uh you know ground troops it's got robots uh it's like it's power rangers <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, and dragons like at the end of that trailer is like uh, like a big mech fighting a metal dragon like i'm like oh this is too cool i gotta so i'm looking forward to seeing more of this but that that's a good year and a half away oh. so late 2021 and, and that's if of course it doesn't get pushed but uh maybe you're the free-to-play game maybe they're they have more incentive to get those things out because they don't really make their money until they get it out and uh people start buying all the skins right yeah yeah right yeah so um the next thing was uh they did show another trailer for Watch Dogs legions uh this game's coming out october 29th um, are any of you guys i mean myself i'm going to be picking it up because i played the first two watchdogs and i liked them i actually really liked the second one a lot um i'm not sure if i'm gonna like this new way like recruiting people i don't know i i kind of like to play as my guy you know take my character and play through this whole bouncing to different people and different play styles i don't know if i'm gonna like that but what do you guys think of this yes i was a little bit confused on it is it permadeath like the way you're bouncing through these characters like if one of them dies do you just lose them forever or like what's the whole twist on it that that's a good question I think you lose them. Do you? I, I think okay. I think it's kind of like one of those permadeaths, but I could be wrong as well. So, yeah, because I don't know if it is. And then you have to, so say like the old lady we've seen, if she if you if you die as her in the mission, do you fail that mission? Is the mission gone, or do you just like go back to a checkpoint? You know, uh, right. or do you have to recruit someone new to basically do that mission? So it's a different character doing the mission. Uh, right. That I don't. I really don't know. Um, yeah. What if you keep failing and you run out of characters? Then is there like well, you a can recruit or you recruit anybody in the world? And I was like, yeah, yeah but not everyone's going to have the right skill set. You're going to yeah. have to find <laughs> what you need. You know. So I'm not sure if I'm going to like the way the game is designed, but I'll give it a shot because I've liked the first two games. Who Who is the creative director on that? I would have to look that up. Where did he come that. from? Because and and actually, like I've seen Legions, and it's kind of because we've seen it a couple times now, and it, it's looked interesting to me. Um, but then they mentioned the the guy and like what game he came from. I'm like, oh, okay, and I can't remember who that was. Let's see, it is. Uh, I think he article. came from. I think Clint he talking. Came... Didn't he do a splinter cell? I'd have to look it up. Clint Hawking. Yeah, I don't see anything on it unless they mentioned it like during a stream. I, I thought I saw that maybe on the last, like in, during the Ubisoft thing, it, it was talking yeah. about him. Uh, he when he moved up to direct Tom Clancy's Splinter Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Okay. Uh, he also did Far Cry Two. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, because when they when they mentioned yeah when they mentioned those two games, I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe this is going to be really good because I don't think he did the previous two Watchdogs. I think this is his first Watchdogs game. So, 
Yeah, I still need to play the second one. I got it whenever they gave it away for free last week after the Ubisoft play. <laughs> yeah, I just downloaded it. I haven't started it yet. It, it's, a two tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good uh, game. Cool. Um, okay, so then the next one, um, Echo Generation. Um, this is coming out 2021. I don't know what this is. It it looked real interesting at the very beginning. It's like this little, you're like a little kid, and he's running around. He's got this hat on his head, this weird-looking hat. And and it seemed like a normal kind of almost like an adventure-style game. But then it got weird as it kept going on in the trailer. Um, I know it's made by a, a group up in Canada because Jeff Keighley was talking about um, how he was, like, happy that this was a – some Canadian developers. Um, Coco Cucumber? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, not sure what to make of this. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer, but it looked really good. Like, really good quality animation. Yeah, I yeah, like the art style. style. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's like... Uh, it's like that voxel art style. Yeah. Kind of like pixelated, but 3D pixelated. Or like it's made with really small Legos. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like it might be an RPG, though. Yeah, because I'm looking at the battle scene. It kind of reminds me of um, Candy Quest. Oh, no, Costume Quest. I don't know if you remember that game from mm-hmm. a few years ago, but yep. the battle scene kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, at one point, like, all these cards appeared, and he threw out the hockey stick attack. Um, oh, yeah, I see that here, yeah. So I'm not sure. You know, I didn't know what to make of that. Like, is combat based on cards? Is it going to be a mix of game styles? Um, you know, so we'll, we'll we'll get more as this. Again, this is 2021, so it's still got some time away. But um, look neat. Look like it has potential. Is this an exclusive or they didn't say? Uh, I don't know. I, you know, and I'll be honest, the all the console exclusive stuff that was said in the, the main show. Yeah. I, I didn't understand because they use that term console launch exclusive. Yet some of them don't come out till 2021. So it's not the consoles launch. And then I know in the past they've used that term and it means that it like comes to Xbox. So it'll be the Xbox is the first console to get the game but it's yeah. not necessarily exclusive but they say it because they get it first so i really don't know i i couldn't tell you on any of these games except for halo that's exclusive <laughs> that's about yeah. about the only one i know but uh yeah i don't know if this is going to be across uh you know other platforms or not yeah, yeah. i was just curious because i know they said like all the exclusive games are coming to game pass right so th- it looks like a game that i would try on game pass but I don't know if I would dish out like $60 for it, you know? Right. Yes. So the console exclusive thing kind of weirded me out too. I didn't understand it because I thought this whole show was supposed to be first party games only. Well, so this is the pre-show. So like Watch Dogs Legions is obviously not an Xbox right. exclusive. Right. So, it, um, that's why I don't know with the pre-show stuff. Now, when we get into the actual show discussion, which we'll, we'll let you know here in a couple of minutes, every single game that they showed in their hour-long show is in Game Pass, will be in Game Pass. 
Oh, that that's was, right. They did that's say 21 that. game. Now I counted 21. The uh, who, whoever it was that came on at the end said, I think he said 22 games. Booty, and then he I said think. something about 10 world exclusives or console exclusives or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, there's there's console console launch exclusive game inside the normal show as well. Yes. So that's that's why I was kind of wondering, like, are these games? I have them. I know which ones they are because I list them underneath when I took my notes. Kind of trying to understand, like, does that mean these are also coming to other consoles other than PC? Because we know everything they talked about is coming to PC. So to me, everything was a console launch exclusive. But does that mean yeah. that these are also being released? Like, they're timed exclusive. But it's being first party, I'm just like, okay... So they have first party, you know, their first party developers are also going to release games on, let's say, PlayStation, which I mean, I'm okay with. I could care less. You can put Halo I, on PS5, follow. I care. Um, but there's one, I believe there's one game that will probably still be released on PlayStation. I can't remember which one it was. And it was before because they, they weren't sure. I think it's Psychonauts 2 before they bought them or something like maybe one of that one game might still be going to PlayStation, but we did. They, that was mentioned like on a post show yeah. somewhere that question, but um, I, it will, as we get more info, we'll, we'll know. Yeah. Um, so, cool. but uh, they and had the next one. I knew soon as they brought it up, I was like, Oh crap. Hey, I know what this is real quick about echo generation. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be on steam at least, uh, which to me mentions probably it's going to be on the microsoft store as well i would assume yeah okay but um a quick thing on that echo generation i found an interesting little write-up on gadget for it it says uh earthbound fans outside of japan will likely never officially play the sequel to their favorite game but they finally may get the next best thing um I'm going to talk about Echo Generation. The upcoming title borrows several elements from Nintendo's seminal 1994 role-playing game. And um, they say uh, there's a turn-based combat uh, that pits uh, you against enemies like mechs and monsters. At the same time, those influences are complemented by a charming art style that makes use of voxels. Uh, people love Earthbound, known as Mother 2 in Japan, for a lot of reasons. But from a historical perspective, it's notable for being one of the games former Nintendo CTA, I mean CEO uh, uh, Satoru Iwata worked on while he was a programmer. And they're saying the Series X version will render at 60 frames per second and 4K. So, uh, you know, folks that were really into Nintendo games, they might remember Earthbound. Yeah. Uh, next one, Hello Neighbor 2, um, coming out in 2021. I don't know if anyone's got any thoughts on that. Uh, no. My daughter was excited because she, she likes watching streamers play Hello Neighbor, but she yeah. doesn't like playing it herself. So she was kind of amped to see that coming out. But yeah, I don't, it did nothing for me at least. Yes, Amira. Agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Balin Wonderworld was the last thing that they showed. Um, I don't get it. This is a Japanese game. Uh, they did say it's going to use smart delivery. Um, but the the host that Jeff Keeley had on 
after he showed this, the two of them were the other two people were just like, that's all I need to see. Show's over. Like, they didn't even care. This, we're not even into the Xbox show yet. But this yeah. was like everything they wanted. This was awesome. This was great. I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> so, uh, at least on his show, the hosts yeah. were very excited. Yeah, this game uh, was made by the folks that did Sonic the Hedgehog. The original one? Yeah. Yeah, this is Sega. Um, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog and Nights into Dreams director Yuji Naka. Yeah, because it says Square yeah, Enix at the top. Sonic the Hedgehog, my favorite. <laughs> it definitely has that Knights look to it. I'm watching a trailer now. It pretty much looks like Knights in the Dream, like the character design and everything. Oh, wait. I'm not thinking. I don't think this was Sega. No, I'm thinking of something else. Did you say it was Sega, Rob? No. No, okay. Square Enix. Square Enix. Okay, that yeah. sound, that's that's correct. Yeah. There there was a Sega title in the main show. Yes, there was. The end. Yep. Okay. So, I mean, it looks neat. I don't know if it's a, a showstopper. Yeah, it's not my style of game. So, the out of that, the, the only thing there out of those six was uh, Echo Mecha, Exo Mecha looked really cool. And of course, Watch Dogs Legions, you know, getting another trailer for that. Um, you know, that's coming out in October. So that's cool. But, and then again, Echo Generation was something that's like, okay, this is something I'll keep my eye on. Yeah. I hope it comes to Game Pass because I've been playing a lot of Game Pass games that I'd never buy and been finding some like real gems in there. Yeah. I've been going through games. Did, did you say time. Gems of War? Is that what you said? <laughs> gems of War. Don't two? mention gems around wing. <laughs> yeah, the the post that kind of kicked a bunch of stuff off today. Someone asked, "Was anybody else underwhelmed by the show?" And I was like, "Yeah," and uh, and I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. But um, uh, Jesus walks a lot. Goes, he's like, "Mark, I'm real surprised that your response to that." And I, I replied back, well, they didn't show Gems of War 2. <laughs> so, but um, so so we're going to go into the show, the actual Microsoft show. And uh, I'm going to proceed this because if I now sound like I'm being different than what I said earlier in the post on our group, I saw it this morning. I had very little sleep last night. I had to get up early. Well, I guess I didn't have to get too early, but um, I got up and I did watch this thing, but I was like tired. And my, for some reason... I was watching it and I thought it was like my internet or something. I was watching it on my TV uh, through my fire stick and like the, the YouTube just got worse and worse and worse as I was watching it. Um, and by the end of it, it was so pixelated. I could hardly see what was going on on the screen. I'm like, this is terrible. Um, so then I walked over to my computer and I'm like, let me look at it here. And man, it was just like, Oh, it was like night and day. It was just like, oh, this is so beautiful. So I turned the TV off, but I ended up, Later on in the day, when I had some time, I went through and watched the kind of zip through the things that uh, in that show <laughs> that I wanted to see. I watched it in the 4K stream, and uh, it was like, wow, this stuff that even at the beginning that I thought didn't look as good actually did look really good. Um, so I, I will probably have some better comments. I didn't really leave a bunch of comments. It's like I was un really unimpressed. But I think after I've, you know, you take you look back at everything and realize what's here and, and you look at some of that stuff in a 4k uh, video, 
it's pretty impressive. So they had 21 games. I counted 21. Um, was it Matt Booty said there was 22? I, I don't know if I missed one. Hey, uh, real you... quick, real quick before we uh, go on with that. One thing that I thought was really interesting was I went uh, and I got on the Xbox or I started looking for the Xbox uh, channel and I went in there. I could not believe how many versions of this video there was. Yeah, not a different languages yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Same here. Yeah, it's like with captions, and there was like American Sign Language. Yeah, uh, that 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 was impressive. From you know, going from the old format where it's just like this. I thought it was one video, and it was all in English, right? Yeah. And you know, streamed yeah. on Mixer to now having like twenty different versions in different languages. That was. Uh, that was interesting. What I'm surprised about is how they didn't learn from Sony because Sony had the same problem with their stream was it was streaming. So you weren't really seeing the 4K60 during the live stream. Like everything looked really compressed. And so I figured from here on out, everybody would preload it because these are all pre-recorded. So I'm like, why don't they preload it to YouTube? And whenever they're ready, then just click the available now button and let it stream out or not stream, but play back a 4k 60. That way you don't have that compression and everything, but it seems like maybe they're worried about leaks and that's why they're just like streaming it from a location. But it's like, I always watch the trailers afterwards cause they always upload them afterwards in 4k 60. And then you can really see what they look like. Yeah. I might have to go do that on my TV cause I've watched it twice. I've actually gone through the hate. Well, we'll talk, I'll talk about it when we start talking about the game. So, so yeah we'll do that now so i counted 21 games um and everything that we're going to talk about from this point on just keep in mind every one of these are going to be in game pass so the first thing they did is and i i was surprised but by the end of the show i understood why they did it i kept hearing they're going to open with halo infinite i'm like no way halo is the headliner you're going to close with that and then maybe throw in like oh by the way but they opened with Halo. Um, so I'll let you guys, I want to hear from you guys. Because <laughs> I'm not open? a Halo guy. I'm just not a Halo guy. Oh, really? I mean, I'll play yeah. it, but it's not like I could, you know, it doesn't, I don't, I, I won't lose sleep if it didn't come out. <laughs> oh, uh, see, I've been yeah. so excited for Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've actually been playing back through the Master Chief Collection. Shout out to John Haley, but we've been playing it co-op, starting all the way at um, I think we started at Reach, and we're on Halo Three right now. No, we're on ODST right now, but we just been playing through everything on the Xbox One X and trying to play it from start, just to try to get ready for Halo Infinite and try to make sure we got the story straight and everything. But yeah, I was really excited to see this one. I I I can see why people were saying it looks like Halo CE. It doesn't look like it graphically. It's kind of like they're, um, I want to say like they're invoking the spirit of CE. Like it, you're in the open wild and, you know, it kind of looks like Earth that you're on. So you have a lot of terrain, you have a lot of wildlife and everything out there. But graphically, I mean, it's head and shoulders over what, you know, I just played through CE. So I know, I mean, it looks head and shoulders over what it used to look like. There's a lot yeah. of detail yeah. <laughs> in this. So, that's i'm so glad that how you said that for okay first question when the when they're going through the suit of armor that's when they're building the suit at the very beginning of that trailer do you think that's doctor 
does everybody know the stories of Halo? Like I've listened listened to read the books and everything. Is that Doctor Halsey talking and building that suit out? It's got to be it, right. That's what I was thinking, but I didn't know. Like they say, this is a spiritual reboot. So I don't know if is this going <laughs> back to CE, like where CE is, or is this after four? So or five. Thought, I thought they said that they were going to wrap up five. Because you remember at five at the end where Cortana goes crazy and basically right. puts over all the robots in the universe. So they said they weren't going to leave that on a cliffhanger. They were going to wrap it up, but they're going to wrap it up just like that. And so yeah. this is going to kind of be like a reboot, which I'm not sure how they're going to do that story-wise. But right. yeah, they were saying it's going to be a reboot to Halo. And this is, okay. I'm not sure, because they didn't really say for sure, but from what I got from it, it's going to be a platform kind of like how Destiny 2 is. So there's not going to be like an infinite two, three, four. It's right. going to be like, this is Halo Infinite, and then they're going to have expansions kind of build on this platform that they built here. Okay. Okay. All right. I was just wondering. So the, you were talking about the graphics. Like when it when they first came out and the guy's flying and you see Master Chief, like Master Chief, like everything looks good. So the, the, the thing is, I'm not saying that the graphics look bad. I'm just a little wondering like looking at the gun where it's just like a flat gray you know it doesn't have it doesn't look like i know it doesn't look like it has like detail on it right and i'm kind and i and also read where they were saying like oh it's an early version of the game but i kind of think like hey if you're going to show you the first you know you're going to say this is pre-alpha footage i didn't i didn't catch if they said that was pre-alpha footage but I'm it, wondering, it, it like, was I was, it, it was beta. It was, it was hidden. Like, so when it first came up, you saw the Halo Infinite, like, title screen. Like, yeah, like the screen. And it said button. hit, hit the, the button yeah. to, to, to start the beta. Beta. Okay. Or something. So that, that's like the only way it was really there. It wasn't in your face. Yeah. Cause I kind of feel like there's, um, I don't want to say cartoony. There, there's just this weird feel like it's not, I was expecting a little more graphical excellence. But is that the art style? That's what I was so I you know I went back and looked at it again too, and was like, it didn't look that bad. Like when I first saw it, I thought, "Gosh, this looks terrible." Again, I was on a on a watching it on a bad stream. So when I went back and like Jonathan said, go back and watch the the trailer, the 4K 60 FPS trailer. It doesn't look bad now. Yes, I, I thought this should probably look better because was it on the 360 run we saw Halo Wars? Those, those yeah. cutscenes were like, holy crap. You know, it was yeah. like the best we've ever seen. Like, I think that's probably better than what this was. But is it the art style? It... Right. Yeah, and, and the only two things that really jumped out at me, like I said, is the gun. Here's the weird part. When, you're, when you look, if you go and start watching it, right when he walks out and he pulls up the gun, Everything's like this flat gray, right? It yeah. does. It seems yeah. like it's too pretty. Like it's too pretty of a gun, right? It's doesn't seem used or worn or, yeah. But then, like you know, you you look at the uh, reticle or the part that's telling you like how many bullets are in there, and at one point in time, you can see like the sun reflecting off of it, and kind of like like reflecting a light off of it. You know what I mean? So it it reflects a little bit of stuff there so you're like okay so like there's definitely some cool stuff going on here so like that kind of stuff kind of jumped out me at me um 
the guy when the guy's flying the plane there's you know or you know crashing that and he's sitting there saying no you don't get to tell me and and stuff like that it's like his face looks very plain like like you know what i'm talking about and and then um the other part that really jumped out to me is when the at the part where the guy's like saying oh i've taken all of you out and it's like the red uh part of it and then it turns into him and his face is real close and like obviously when that his face is real close you can see all his teeth and his tongue and stuff and i think they were doing that to say oh wow look how this looks and it looks just plain gray and I yeah. don't know, maybe I have to go watch it in, in 4K to see what I'm missing. But that's what I was seeing. And you're right, Jonathan, about that is why are they doing this not 4K? Because everybody looks at that and says, oh, we get the comments. It looks like CE. Or I've seen screenshots of like, here's Halo Reach compared to the new Halo Infinite. And Halo Reach looks better. Yeah, You know, you, you see those type of comparisons. And I don't know if that was because of the stream. Or it's an early thing. Are we going to get like another texture pack um, type of scenario? Um, or I'm what? watching it right now and it doesn't look, yeah, it looks like the textures are kind of soft. And so I think that's why we're getting that look there. It's, um, it definitely looks like it's alpha. Like, I mean, you remember the, um, you remember the reveal they did last E3 where he was like inside a ship and that guy, I guess he was the pilot, came back to look at him. Yeah, and it looked really cinematic, and they were saying that was in engine rendering. Right. So if you go back and look at that cutscene that they had back then, and look at what they have now, I mean, the one they showed a year ago looks head and shoulders better than what they showed today. So I wonder if this is just maybe like all the bells and whistles are missing, and they just wanted to show gameplay or what's going on there. But I yeah, don't. Kind of, that is- seems odd. Like, yeah, and I kind of checked. Yeah. I kind of checked online and and was trying to follow up with phil spencer or xbox to see if they're or or even i have to go i guess i'll have to go to 343 and to see if they have an explanation or if they bring out like some article tomorrow that says hey guys you know what you saw yesterday was just showing you gameplay it was not at the highest rendered you know capability and stuff like that like almost like a damage control type scenario but then again going into this thing it was like hey we have to have a great conference. Yes. We don't want to have to have damage control after the conference that should have been caught up ahead. That's all I was saying. You know, other than yeah. that, like this I'm so excited. Like, yeah. This like, is the this flagship. Thing be... You have this has to yeah. be perfect. And there's no excuse to not have this be perfect. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But I mean, to the me, game's I mean, to come out soon. So I mean, yeah. it should be as close to done as you can get at this point. Yeah. And it, it I'm such a Halo fan. Like now, it's it's like I don't care if it was pixel art; I would be playing it. But that's just what I saw out of it. Yeah. But even the very so. intro before the ship looked amazing. Yes. And then it's like the part on the ship, like like you said, it didn't look right. And then he yeah. steps out, and then it looks beautiful again. But like you said, like except for like his gun, or yeah. what I noticed was like when he walked when he would go up to a crate to grab a new gun that looked weird like it it didn't seem to be as i hate to use the word pretty it didn't seem as pretty or uh, polished i guess that would be the word polished polished yeah like everything else around it like is it meant to be that way but like the world and environment like wow this is detailed and 
you know, grass is blowing. There's different flowers. Like none of that ever existed in CE. Come on. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was yeah. blocks of stuff. And now it's like, oh, I got smooth rolling hills. And yeah. So. E- either way, I'm super excited for Halo. Yeah. Like, yeah, so I wonder because they never said I wonder if this is showing on like the one X or the Series X because it never really said cause it doesn't look like ray tracing is on when I'm looking like the shadows and the reflections and everything like if you play like control with ray tracing on I mean it's it's like it's a big difference with you know like what the consoles look like now and the games on PC look like and so yeah. I know this was supposed to be one of those big games to show off the ray tracing technology on a Series X and so I'm wondering if this might be like one X gameplay. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't hear anything in the next day or uh come August we see it again like when they do their multiplayer example because I mean Remember, we're having another one of these next month, right? Yeah, there's, there's another. So yeah, you're there's another one next month. <laughs> so, yeah. Crazy. Yep. But cool. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on Halo Infinite before we move on? Coming out holiday 2020. Yeah, coming to Game Pass day one. So yep, definitely <laughs> no reason not to play it. <laughs> so excited. So. This next game that came out, when it came up, it looked phenomenal. And my first thought was, are we getting a, a Tomb Raider game exclusive to Xbox? Because that's, you know, it was some lady out in the, it wasn't Laura Croft. Uh, it, it was a black lady, but she was out like with a bow and arrow out in the, the snow-capped mountains. And, you know, she was building a fire. And then all of a sudden, like this wolf or something comes up and she like screams at it and and she's walking through and I, you know you hear the crunch of her walking in the snow and i mean it was such a beautiful trailer and then she's looking like through a uh, through a scope of her uh, she's got a crossbow at this point and she's looking through the scope and sees this dead animal and she's looking at something eating it and it looked like and then all of a sudden you see the other side of the face and it's just like a zombie horse or something i mean and it was like whoa it looked good and it turned out to be State of Decay 3. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's because State of Decay never looked that good. So I, I don't believe the game will be this gorgeous, but State of Decay 3 was announced. Yeah, I was like, is this Last of Us 3? <laughs> when I first looked at yeah. it. <laughs> I got really excited. I thought it was going to be like a game from the initiative at first, because I'm like, okay, this is that quadruple you know, quadruple A game that they've been talking up for such a long time. And they always talk about how they want like a, a Uncharted or a Last of Us type game. So I thought this is what they were giving us. And then when I saw Stave the K3, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I A lot of the comments I saw was like, really, did you think we wanted or needed a State of Decay 3? But there are a lot of people out there that really like 1 and 2. Um, I never really played 1. I played some of 2. I just didn't get captured in it. I kind of had some issues and bugs in it. Um, But it's not like I'm not going to try. Again, like you said, Mark, everything's in Games Pass, and that's on console and PC. So it's not like I'm not going to play this game or try this out. And maybe this one might hook me so but yeah no date though on that one nope it was so. funny uh when uh this thing came on and in the beginning you had no idea what it was and then i saw the lady like 
sitting there. And I just, just by the way she was dressed, I'm like, is this state of the K <laughs> to my son? My son had like no idea, but for some reason, when, when I see people dressed that way, like with like the knit hats <laughs> and like bundled for, for me, that's like everybody in state of decay for some reason. Yeah. It's, like, it's like the state of decay fashion survival kit. Yeah. No. So do you think they switch up the gameplay and make it more cinematic kind of like an unshuttered type game? Or do you think they stick to that same formula that they've had in one and two? That's a good question. Yeah. I'd like to see it changed up. Yeah. I doubt they will. I don't think they will. Yeah. Because I thought maybe that's what the trailer was alluding to. Maybe it's a change of the guard and they're trying something new because they did two of the same games. I guess two and a half of the same because they redid the first one. But maybe mm-hmm. it's time to switch it up a little bit. Because I don't like they do have a big player base, but I don't know if it's like a huge player base to where they would put out a third one of the same thing. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. And it's like that game's always, uh, it seems like the engine for both of those games for state of K one and two are just clunky and it just needs, they need to start over, I think. Um, yeah. But uh, if the game looks that good, which I know, <laughs> no way uh, that's going to be pretty amazing. I mean, that, that cinematic caught me like immediately. And that's what you want from this. Like, which I think this is the opposite of halo where the halo was like, Right off the bat, this is what everybody's excited for. They're kind of like, huh. And then this comes out, and we're like, ooh, what the heck is this? This is amazing. This looks so good. And then we see the game, and we're like, huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it was like the complete opposite of the first game. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. And and like like we just said, no, no date on this one. And this was one of my... Um, this was kind of one of my complaints about the show that I was not happy with because I'm not a fan of let's show a bunch of games that could be two, three years out. Um, you know, when they would do things at E3, I really liked what they were doing with is like usually, hey, these are the games that are coming out between this E3 and next E3, but we'll show you one that's actually maybe a little bit further that you'll see more next time. Um when the, the number of games that are in this list that do not have a date, I was just kind of like, oh, man, oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Um, but, yeah, not a fan of that. So that would I'd say is like probably one of my one of my negatives, if not like the top negative out of the out of the show. So I think they're taking mind, the script out of Sony's playbook because Sony seems to do that a lot. And I don't you know, and, and that's the thing. And that's I don't like that because I think it just set you up with. Oh, you're going to show this game again next year. Oh, you're going to show it the year after that. Oh, you're going to show it the year after that. And it's like, well, when's this game coming out? But yet, Sony does do it and they get away with it. And it's almost like they, it's like they're always seen as mic drops. Like, oh my gosh, you, you did a whole thing on The Last of Us 2 like four years ago in 2016. And it's like, you know, you guys won 2016 E3. You showed us a game that's not going to launch until 2020, you know. You know, we're going to have a disease that has no vaccine at that point in time. You know, that's how far out it is. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, yeah, I just. But but keep in mind, too, the the one. Yeah, so kind of on that, and I, I do agree with you. There was a lot of these that like, like there was very few that had a release date. 
And, but again, every one of these are, uh, most of these are first party studios. Right. Almost every single one of these 21 games is a first party studio. Um, there's a couple that aren't, but, uh, and these are all coming to Game Pass. So you can't, you got to spread them out to keep, oh, you got to have it. And that's the other thing, which will be nice is maybe we can get away from everything coming out in December, uh, you know, September through November. Yeah. And, and let's filter some stuff out throughout the year um, right. and, and keep Game Pass because they don't want it like, they can't load it all up every winter and then have nothing in the summer or spring because people will cancel. They want to keep right. people engaged like a Netflix, you know? Um, so this stuff will hopefully be flowing in at a nice pace. Yeah. I mean, even you take, there's 21 games. If if you just said one one of these every month, well, there you go. It's almost two years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm assuming probably most of these games would be out like everything we saw today would at least be out by 2022 or early 2023 i would hope so yeah that i mean that's my thought and and the thing is is when i saw this happening i actually went back and watched playstations one and totaled up the number ones of the ones that they gave us with dates and the ones that they didn't and it was again very very similar numbers to, to microsoft so yes both companies did the same thing, but it's something that I just don't, I just don't like. I'd rather them say 2023, you know, I'd rather them say 2022, but then again, you know, maybe it's earlier and they just don't want to have this. Oh yeah. We have to delay this type of scenario. So, cause I'm not into if that. They don't either. give a date then they don't. Yeah. They don't yeah. have to be held to it. So yeah. Cyberpunk. So I know yeah. Phil doesn't like that because they got, um, what was that game with the dragon? Um, Spellbound. Yeah. yeah. I remember once that fiasco happened, Phil said he never wanted to do that type of thing again. Like announce a game that's not even going to be ready for three or four years because it might go away because he said that stuff happens all the time. Right. So he wants to announce games when or maybe like that year or even just a year off. Like he doesn't like doing that extended scripting because a lot of those games, you know, we don't even hear about a lot of them, but a lot of them do get cut. And so... If you yeah. announce them too early and build a pipe and then the game doesn't happen, then you have a scale bound situation there. Yeah. And and I do believe that maybe that a lot of these were announced and give if he gave the okay to do that, they are within that time frame. Because actually yeah. the next game we're gonna talk about, I am assuming it's gonna be the big one for next year. Like it's gonna be one of the ones for Ooh, fall. Oh, I don't think so. No. They yeah. said they are in pre-production yeah that's right right pre-production forza motorsport getting it's not forza motorsport 8 it is forza motorsport this is a full reboot and uh they stated that what we saw was in engine at 60 frames a second uh i thought i thought this looked phenomenal i mean forza always does Yeah. yeah but this was like you were seeing like colors like different colors on the engines of of like it just stood out like you're seeing the wires and different things and i'm like different parts are different colors instead of everything just being you know chromed or or whatnot it, it was really sharp looking and then just seeing the different um like in the garage and the different drivers in their 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 outfits i'm like this looks phenomenal now there was um, a comment in our group about 
why is Forza Motorsport only showing at 60 frames a second when Dirt 5 is supposedly 120 frames a second um, when that comes out, what, this year? comes out here pretty quick. Yeah, I think um, so. It's a launch. I, I, from what I've seen of Dirt 5, I don't think Dirt 5 looks that great. I, I, well, this is for Forza was 4K 60 frames a second. So is Dirt, Dirt 5 only HD, or I thought that was 4K as well. Yeah, I don't know. That's I'm, a Series I'm, X I'm one, pulling right? it up right now to see if I can get yeah. some information on it. But my understanding is it was going to be a 4K game. but um, and, and I don't know because I'm trying to find some info on it. Um, and this was just, again, somebody saying this in the, in the group today. I, I thought if this was really 120 frames per second, I think – this would have been something that's like the first game that's doing this. Everybody would know about it. And I haven't heard right. of a single game running at 120. And I know that the Xbox Series X is built to be capable of doing like 8K and 120 frames per second, or not not maybe together, but either or whatever at, in the future. Like developers are going to have the ability, the hardware's there. Yeah. But I are they really going to do 120 frames per second? Whose TV even does that? That's why I say, if anything, maybe at 1080, 120, but I don't even yeah. think anybody would do that because everybody think, wants 4K. I think OLED. Isn't OLED the only thing that can hit that? Well, I thought 4K? only a PC. You have to have a PC monitor, right? I don't know. Well, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, 60 frame. I mean, 4K 60 frames, I think, is where everything needs to try to be locked at right yeah. off the bat. Right. I mean, I know I know there's like a performance mode type scenario in the PS5, so you can either have 4K or 60 frames. Uh, but I'm sure they'll figure something out soon to I be able to get that it. 4K 60 frames at the same time. So... Okay, so I'm looking at the official page on Xbox.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, it has 4K Ultra HD, uh, 120 frames a second, and smart delivery. So it does do 120 frames a second. Okay. Um, now, whether it, it probably is not 4K Ultra HD and 120, because from what I'm understanding is it's like, and we've seen, I think we have some games available today on Series X where you choose. Do you want performance or, right, yeah. or visuals? Like, what's more important to you? Yeah. You're picking one or the other. I know Monster you know. Hunter does that. I used to play Monster Hunter, and it would ask you, do you want 4K graphics, or do you want frame rate at 1080? Or That always kind of drove me nuts, because I'm just like, just give me the best version of the game. Like, I shouldn't have to pick and choose what I want to sacrifice to play this game. Yeah, the Series X is supposed to solve that. You're going to yeah. get your, you're going to get at least 4K 60 frames. I mean, even we're going to be talking about another game that's doing 4K HDR with at 120 frames. Now it's not the most graphical intense game, but it still looks great and runs smooth. So, but I mean, maybe maybe the Forza when they're saying 60 frames, 4K 60 frames, they were saying this was being captured in engine, and that maybe that's just where they're at right now. Well, yeah, yeah, it's pre-alpha. Pre pre-production. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, pre-production. Yeah. I'm sure when this thing comes out, I have no doubt it's going to be able to do 120 frames a second. Yeah. This thing will probably be the first one that's like 8K or something, you know? I mean, yeah. Forza, these guys, Turn 10 Studios, is they, they have no slouch to this. And um, I thought what we saw today was just stunning. 
And that was kind yeah. of the way I said I still, and I even looked it up now, Dirt 5, I'm looking at screenshots of it, and I'm like, this just does not look. I've seen trailers. I'm like, it's not looked impressive to me. It doesn't look – I'm not seeing where the 4K is. Like, where are these visuals? I'm not – I don't see it. When I looked at that Forza Motorsport today, I was like, whoa. Like, and, and they're hard to impress because their stuff looks so good. Like, you went from, like, what, Forza Horizon – like, or not Horizon – it's a four to five to six to seven right it's like every year it's like okay it's gorgeous looking cars yeah. <laughs> you know it, it was hard to say wow look at how great that looks um and this one i thought dang you know i could see differences so i'm looking forward to this i definitely will be all over it when it comes out now do you think they'll make this into a platform as well because i mean they're saying a reboot so what does that mean for a car game are they going to make it so they're not going to come out every other year and they just have like maybe expansion packs for it? I could see that. And I think that'd make good sense for this game. Um, If you did, you could think about it. Like these games usually come out with like 400, 500 cars. I mean, they could, not that I want to, (laughs) but they could monetize the cars. You know, think about Fortnite, right? People are buying skins constantly. You know, um, out of the 450, 500 cars in a Forza game, I usually drive about eight of them. So, you know, make it where you could put it out and like you get, you know, you get eight to 10 cars with the game and then you just buy what you want. You buy skins or paint jobs or tunes or, you know, and maybe people are going to be screaming at me. No, but. You can, you can, you know, every month you put out a new car that you get or they add new tracks or, you know, there, there's different things. You just keep adding to that platform to make it larger, doing events and having real like, on, you know, racing uh, with real people and make them into events and tourneys and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I think what they need to do is make it like a platform and they need to attack like the sim racing type world like you have iRacing racing and stuff on ec but maybe forza, forza motorsport can come in and take like take that make it a platform and and bring in things like nascar and and have different series and things like that and they could probably make it big and you know just keep adding on to it really you don't need a numbered game anymore like with that it's just keep updating it and keep pumping out you know, new stuff. Cause I mean, if you really think about like, how many times do you need to make the same racetrack? Right. Uh, you, you, yeah. you don't, you know, just keep pumping it full of content. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't say per car or anything like what Mark was saying, but you know, if they want to bring out packs of like, Hey, here's, here's um, F1 series, here's NASCAR series, here's this series. And you're paying per series. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. 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 It's something like that. So that probably means we're a long way off from Horizon and like uh, Forza Horizon or whatever the next one of those are. Well, that's Playground. Playground Studios that does the Horizon games and they're working on Fable. Oh, Brun. Everybody's watched it. (laughs) Spoiler spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is Playground has two studios. They... They have two different studios, one for the huh. race and one for the other. So, oh, cool, yeah. At least that's least. what I, I thought I heard from like IGN Unlocked. They were saying that, but yeah, yeah I, I just, would um, 
I was hoping that they were going to make like a Forza arcade game at some point, kind of like Blur. I don't know if you guys remember Blur oh. back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, Blur. <laughs> I was really hoping that they would go out of the box and say like, okay, we're going to do like a Forza arcade game for you guys that don't want to do simulation racing. Because, I mean, the cars do look great, but it's like I don't want to sit there and tinker with everything in the car. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Can you imagine Blur look, uh, with the Forza engine? <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done it. I know. Just put the power-ups into Horizon and we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that might be, too. Horizon might end up going like a platform because it's the same thing. Do we really... That game is the same every two years. It's just that it's the same thing. You get the wristbands. You go through the same events. You're going through the same stop speed traps. And, you know, do we really... You know, why not just turn it into a platform that you just continue to add stuff to? Yeah. The one thing with Horizon, though, is, is the cool thing that they do with Horizon is they visit a different country, you can, continent. You can do that in a platform. Well, true, true. Yeah. I mean, essentially... it's like, oh, here's a new event. Like this year, we're in the US. The yeah. next year, they're working towards a European and then a, a Asian, an African, a Australia, whatever. You go all around the world. Yeah, you if, you, if you're, yeah, just basically you're selling, you know, you're you're selling in uh, a season pass. You could hit yeah, or expand. You're you're selling expansion packs, basically. Yeah, expansions. Yeah, but yeah. you're staying within the same, uh, like Siege, Rainbow Six Siege, or yes. Destiny, or yep. they're just adding into what you already have <laughs> existing. And what's yeah. nice about that is, you know, your your stuff's not. You're not always starting over at one. And then getting you're winning the same cars you've won five, six, seven yeah. times in a row. It, it's just I think that ruins, you know, Forza Horizon or Forza Motorsport and Horizon. Like I've put very little time into the last one because it's like, oh, I've played this game so many times. Yeah, it's it's funny because exactly what you're saying. It's like you know, Horizon Four. Is that where you're at? Horizon Four. Yeah. It's like you come in, it's like, hey, new driver, are you ready to prove yourself to everybody? You're like, oh, I've already done it three times. You know, like where where it could be, if you think about it, it's like, hey, hey, USA champion, it's time for you to go over and show your skills in Australia. And then you're like, yep. hey, you know, Two USA time, champion <laughs> went and took over, you know, took over Australia. It's time to visit Europe, you know, and things like yeah. that. So you're you're jumping place to place yeah and like your gamer tag follows you why can't your your forza avatar if you will persona why can't that just be the same keep building so when you when you're two years later oh hey they got something new in forza motorsport you boot it up and you're still hey you're level 45 or you're level 145 whatever yeah you've got that like now it's like oh horizon four well you're you're level zero like no, I've I've ranked up to fifty three times. Yeah, your season so, is zero, but your overall is three hundred. <laughs> yeah, know, they could do like stuff that. like that. Yeah, and then you rank up in a season or something, or just there's ways to keep like uh you know rock and stone, right, Rob? Oh yeah. That. <laughs> um, you know you've got the you've got the player rank, and then you got the character rank. Like so overall. Like the, depending which class you play, they have a separate rank that's different from your you playing it yourself. Right. So why they can do stuff like that, and I think that's just the way these types of things need to move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like Rob said, the Dravatar thing. Like that's what that whole platform was, right? Like it took your yeah. driver 
and added it to other people's games. So instead of adding it to other people's games, why can't they just keep that with you and keep yeah. adding it into the next version of Horizon or whatever you're playing? Love the driver tars. I wreck Rob every time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sore. On purpose. It's like yeah. you'll lose the game just to wreck me. Yeah. <laughs> First place. <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably move on. We're yes. Only so um, <laughs> the next one, I'm, well, I'm going to get to refill my water while you guys talk about well, this game because well, I can hear uh, less about it. Well, I was going to say uh, since man, uh, man. since Bren mentioned that one that's last on the list, let's. how about we talk about that one next? Oh, Fable? Fable. Let's take the Fable. Yeah, so they, I mean, that, that was basically how they closed it out. Did you guys know what that was when that trailer or that little thing was going on? Yes. 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 You did? Yeah. Uh, see, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't, but I thought it was hilarious. I laughed my butt off. That was <laughs> uh, awesome. They've been talking about Fable every single E3 for like the past three E3s. There's always been yeah. that rumor that Playground was working on it. So I felt like they had, like when I saw that like storybook type imagery there, I was like, okay, they're finally going to show what they've been working on. But uh, of course it was just a teaser, but yeah. 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 And it's 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 a reboot, right? That's Albion in the yeah. background, right? It, it is like, a full yeah. reboot. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought I recognized, like when it showed me the thing, I'm like, oh, I recognize that tower. You know, like the 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 towers that were in there. As soon as so. I saw the the sword stone statue thing, as soon as I saw that, which was like the first thing they kind of yeah, you came up real quick. That's when I'm like, oh, this has got to be Fable. And I'll tell you what, talk about some gorgeous CGI. <laughs> Yeah, that was gorgeous. <laughs> I hope the game can look like that. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. If you haven't seen the the Fable trailer, go watch it. It's yeah. well worth it. I don't want to spoil anything here. <laughs> yeah. So do you think this is far off, or do you think this comes soon? Because it's probably not going to be a launch title because of Halo, but. Do you think it comes out 2021 holiday, maybe? 2022 is my guess. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I think you're probably a little bit well, off. Yeah, I think you're well, I, a couple Correct. A couple weeks ago, we talked about, uh, I think it was the trademark that Microsoft uh, filed something for a trademark. They renewed it. Yeah, it was some kind of renewal. And I thought it was with intent to use it like within six months. I thought well, that was the stipulation on it. Yeah. They just used, used it. Yep. Oh. Used. They announced the game. Okay. There's, pro- there's probably a website up. I bet you Fable's on their website now. It's been used. Okay. Fair so, enough. Yep. That's all it yeah. takes. <laughs> yeah. So whatever was the other one, Perfect Dark, um, they have it. They didn't. They didn't announce all the stuff today. They said that too. Yeah, we got so next have, week, next month. They have fifteen studios, and they said they only showed stuff from nine of them today. Yeah. So we still have at least six studios that have stuff to announce that we will see in by the end of the year. They said there's more yeah. to come from on game game wise. So this isn't even the full list of stuff. Nope. Yeah. See, I don't like that. That's Kind of like I was saying on the the chat room or the Facebook group that I miss E3 because I liked yeah. everybody just coming out and showing what they have and kind of going for the jugglers. Like, okay, Xbox shows what you have. Then Sony shows what you have. And 
everybody puts all their cards on the table. Now it's just like everything is just, you know, they have an event and then they get like a negative feedback and they're like, well, that's not everything. It's not everything. You know, we still got this event. And then that event happens and it's like, oh, that's not everything. Cause I mean, even yeah. Ubisoft did that. Like Ubisoft's like, oh, this isn't everything we have. We have a, another Ubisoft event. And it's just like, they, they did one today during the Microsoft event. Yeah. Yeah. Posted that. I was like, why would they put, <laughs> it's like at nine o'clock, the same exact time and everything. It's like, for a game that no one cares about too <laughs> yeah because i checked in on it it looked kind of depressing like it's just two people kind of streaming for honor but they didn't really look like they were into it too much because they probably i think it was only like maybe 100 people watching it yeah, yeah. everybody in the, everybody in their office was over watching the microsoft event and they're just like <laughs> we have to play for honor like we should be watching that <laughs> so, all right yes yeah, so a fable right. was the last one but yeah i watched the uh the trailer later on on my computer just because i i had to see it again yeah <laughs> and again and again For and uh i slowed it down and i just wanted to make mention that um without giving too much away as to what happens so there's like towards the end there's like a toad frog whatever it is mm-hmm. that does it's like little ribbit thing or you know where it, i don't know what you would call it you know where they like expand and croak. Yeah, yeah. It hmm. croaks. And if you I didn't catch this when I watched it at normal speed, but uh a little bit of like fairy dust comes out of its nose. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. It's like a little detail. Uh, that was just um awesome. Oh, I did see it. Yeah, you have to catch it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, I, I don't I don't think you'll see it full speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah, like a little it. Yeah. As soon as he swallows, because it even comes out of his mouth too. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It looks yep. like he burps a little bit there, but <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that game looks I mean, I know it's just cinematic, but I keep watching it over and over. I mean, this is kind of what I was expecting for the Halo reveal, yes. like this type of yeah. wow factor. I think that's what a lot of people are looking for. But I mean, yep. like you guys said, they still have another event. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and they're still going to show off. We haven't seen Halo multiplayer, so that's still yeah. to come too before the game yep. comes out. Yeah. No. So All right. Um, Ever from Rare. Um, I have no interest. I'm going to refill my water. Go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the the anything that the anything I saw out of this game that looked like looked interesting to me is is if you didn't notice that all the main characters <clears throat> were women. And to me, it's kind of, I'm wondering if they're going for that. Because um, if you notice, like, it seemed like you were one with nature or you're raising, you know, and, you know, raising other creatures or other life forms and kind of taking them and training them and teaching them and loving them, you know. So it kind of, to me, when I looked at it, it's like it seemed like it was very. Um, like Mother Earth. Mother Earth. That's exactly yeah. that. Well, see, and that was the thing is I believe there was four, four, and I was thinking maybe four elements like Earth, Wind, you know, Fire, uh, Planet. Yeah, like each one of those, like <laughs> in it being like the four mothers and stuff like that. So I did notice that, and that was the one thing that kind of jumped out at me, out at me. So it's it's interesting. I like the art style. I think it looked very pretty. It's going to be one of those, like, this here is, like, one of those games that everybody says Microsoft needs. Like, hey, you know, 
you need to take a chance and make one of these these types of games because like oh this other company has one so you need to have one too or or something like that and this is like i think an attempt for one of those types of games and it looks like it could be really good i mean stylistically Um, nobody i've never seen a game look like this before it has like the um journey kind of reminds me yeah yeah like i've seen a couple this looks a lot more vibrant than because Journey yeah. was kind of monotone. It seemed like like yeah. this has a yeah. lot of color to it, and it's pretty vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. Like it almost looks like a, I want to say not Pixar ish, but more I guess like high level anime movie ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it looked pretty, but that was the one thing I did notice is like all four because they're all like at the end they're all standing together. Yeah, like you know, real each other, and it looks like another creature might be. You know, like they're either talking to somebody, you know, something, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, again, we're going to be able to play it, so why not give it a shot? You know, it's nothing wrong with downloading it and playing it, um, but a no date on that one as well. But I think it's one of the, it's just, it's one of those games that other companies and stuff get praised for doing. Like, oh, you're taking such a, great stance or trying to tell a great story and and i so i think it's something that's going to be good good for him so yeah when i saw that it was rare all i could think of is i was bitter about the four thousand games that installed when i did rare replay (laughs) (laughs) and every time well not every time every once in a while i go through and i go uninstall a couple of them of like the 360 games i'm like rare why'd you do that yeah but no which one? Okay. i know they kind of rumored that rare is going to be working on perfect dark and i think if like i wasn't really excited for a perfect dark but i think if it was in like this art style i think that could be really cool like a stealth type game that looks like this yeah see that's what i think the initiative is going to be working on really and I'm hoping to see a more realistic um, Perfect Dark. Because that would, that would like, excite me. I don't remember Perfect Dark too much. I had it in 64, but I don't think I ever played that one. Yeah, I don't either. It's just the spy type of shooter, <clears throat> maybe stealth. Like, I think of it as, like, a female Sam Fisher, you know. Give me, like, a female Sam Fisher and uh a game and that'd be that'd be awesome yeah or microsoft should just buy the rights to splinter cell since it was a xbox exclusive at first it doesn't seem like ubisoft wants to do anything with it oh i want a splinter cell so bad that's right <laughs> up there with my halo yeah <laughs> so but all right um, uh, what, what was next what game next is on? uh coming out august 27th so we got one right around the corner tell me why from don't nod so this is like uh, one of those episodic games. So it's like the first episode comes out August 27th. Gotcha. Um, I, I've not played any of their games, but I have heard like just super good things from these the games that these people make. Yeah. So. Which studio was it? Oh, it's the nod. Life of Strange people. Yeah, Life don't of nod. Strange and the... Yeah. And what was the other one? Like Captain... Oh. With the kid and the... Captain dad. Adventure. Captain Adventure. Yeah, the a lot of people thought it was like the next Life is Strange, and then when it came out with a different name, they're like, oh, okay. And and I was looking at that and going like, oh my gosh, like we're 
you know, we're not doing too well on this one, trying to show off like graphics for the Xbox One Series X. But then when it said August 27th, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, that makes a little more sense to me than, you know, what it's looking like. But I think all their games kind of look that way. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So is this put out by Xbox or is this Ubisoft? Because they and Ubisoft do all the Life is Strange games. Or at least published them, I thought. I think Ubisoft published them on... Yeah, I don't know the answer to that one. This is yeah, coming I... to Game Pass, so yeah. I don't think it's uh, Ubisoft doing this one. Okay, yeah, I thought Life is Strange was Ubisoft, but I never played through those It either. is published by Xbox Game Studios. Oh, uh, really? Okay. So... Huh. All right. Um, All right. Next, um, Moon Studios, uh, who did Ori and the Will of the Wisps. They've got an update coming out this year for that game that will boost it to 120 frames per second in 4K. So if you 4K HDR. Before, well, there you go. Yeah. So. 4K HDR, even better. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I think it's neat to see them doing that. Like, how can that but, game get any better looking? It's yeah, so cool. it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Will it make it easier? No. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it won't. But so, is right. this going to be 120 on just the Series X, or is it going to be on PC as well? Are they going to update it there as well? I that don't, I don't know. I don't think they said that, but I think yeah. it'll definitely Series X. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell from the the trailer because it does show a side by side with the 120 and the 60 but the um the trailer is only at 60 yeah i think i think when they were talking about it i think they were talking about something like oh there's things that we could not do until now yeah so i i think it's one of those things that you know maybe they could have unlocked it on pc but they didn't i mean i played ori on the pc and i don't recall if it was over 60 frames or not i have to go back and check yeah because they like, talked about the audio being the audio, something yeah. yeah the audio changes that they're doing is something they just couldn't do at all yeah so yeah well, let's see no um next grounded by obsidian um, you skipped one yep oh oh sorry the, the outer DLC. worlds peril of gorgon dlc coming up September 9th of this year. So um, the Outer Worlds is something I've actually recently started playing. Um, I, I've talked about it on the show. Um, if you like Mass Effect series, play the Outer Worlds. To me, it's very similar in the style of gameplay. So, uh, but they're yeah, they're getting uh, that that DLC or that trailer was funny, just like the game is. It's uh, yeah, good humor. So. If you're looking for the game of the year, this uh, that's Cyberpunk, not this game. <laughs> yeah, wait for Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. yeah. You know, outside of, of outside of the comedy in it, I was looking at it and going, I wasn't sure what it was initially. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. what is this thing? And it, it doesn't look like a Series X quality game. Yeah, it's 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 meant for coming yeah. out in the next month or so yeah mm -hmm. i mean obviously you'll be able to play it on series x but they're not building that for series x they're building that for just to get it out yeah the outer right. world has been out for i think a couple of years a year yeah. a year or two i think yep yeah yeah this um, is just yeah, I mean, dlc right yeah this is dlc so i mean it's yeah. not the, 
best looking game, but it is fun. Yeah. Uh, came out October of 2019. So, yeah. Oh, I Not guess it's been less than a year. So, but yeah, I mean, so. this DLC looks pretty cool, though. This is a yeah. game I didn't get to jump into either. I still need to play this one. Yeah, it's on Games Pass, I believe. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That, that's one I've recently checked out. So, yeah. Cool. Um, Okay, so the next one, actually, this is, I think, this was the one, I believe, where they said, if you're waiting for the game of the, the big game of oh, the year, yeah, that's, wait, that, that wait for cool. Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. But if you're if you're wanting the, what is it, the smallest game of the year, then this is it, or something like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is Grounded by Obsidian, and this comes to game preview um, in a week, uh, so July 28th. Um, they had, like, some weekend tech test or something, I think, just recently, or a beta, so but this is going to game preview here in a uh, in a week. A uh, game looks phenomenal. Like, talk about a gorgeous looking game. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna check this out just because of how beautiful the trailer was. I'm I'm hoping it's cross play because I would like because this is definitely a game that you're you want to play with friends. I think that's kind of the whole point to it. I'm excited to actually see some people stream it as well because I know I'll be watching Darkness or Two Nine and stuff playing. And I'm wondering him and King Gathalian and stuff if they're going to be streaming this together or Lupo or whatever. But you know, the game looks like it's kind of one of those get in and play around and just like mess around with your friends. So um, it has spiders in it though, so I might have trouble. <laughs> What you don't like spiders? Uh no. <laughs> no. No. You don't no. like spiders and snakes. Yeah. My wife has to like, kill the spiders in the house. <laughs> so you can actually download it right now. Like if you had Game Pass, you could preload it. Like I've had it preloaded for a couple of weeks now hmm. on my Xbox. I know I think it was Major Nelson put out an announcement maybe two or three weeks ago that you could download it and just wait for it to come out. I'll check if it's on the uh ultimate right now. Yeah, so it'll be available on Steam or the Microsoft Store um, July 28th. If there is going to be cross-play, get the Microsoft Store version. Uh, yeah. I'll say just in case. <clears throat> okay, so this is early access the 28th and full release 2021. Uh, so, yeah. what, like, what is this game, though? So, it's a co-op or a single-player survival game. It sees players scavenging supplies to survive in hostile landscapes. A backyard, which is the backyard, uh, developed by, uh, yes. I mean, you get, like, your players, think of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Best way to think of this. Is there going to be, like, crafting and stuff like that, it looks like? It looks like you can build, you know what it is? It kind of reminds me of, like, Ash, not Astroneer, but, um, what were we saying earlier about Hello Games? I completely slipped my mind. What was that? What's the sp- a game that came out and had a million... Oh, One, one Man's Sky or No Man's Sky? No Man's Sky. Like No Man's Sky, but instead of being like, you know, you and your friends can meet up in No Man's Sky and build like forts and stuff together and kind of play and grief each other if you want. This one here <laughs> looks like that except for your honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> so... Yeah, because it looked neat. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so I was going to play it, but I just wasn't sure exactly what it was there. Yeah. It just does. By, by, by looking at it today in the trailer, I don't know if I'm just reading too much into it, but it really kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Fortnite Save the World. 
Yeah. Just from the look of it, you know, kind of like where you're a team and, you know, you're doing some building and instead of fighting, you know, a horde of husks, you're high fighting, you know, bugs. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you think you have to like fortify your fort and then wait for like yeah. a horde to come in type thing. So throughout the game, players need to scavenge resources in the world in order to construct a base so as to defend themselves from hostile enemies. In particular, during nighttime, as some of the insects become more aggressive, the resources can also be used to craft different tools, traps, and weapons. Yeah, this is like save the world. Yeah. Um, You also need to manage your stamina as the playable character may become exhausted in sustained combat. You can play solo or as a four-player cooperative multiplayer mode. I still don't see anything about um, crossplay. Oh, here, yeah, I got you here. Uh, Xbox Online co-op two to four single player variable refresh rate. Xbox Live cross-platform co-op. Sweet. So that's what it says on the uh, Windows Windows Store uh, games to pass. So cool. I'll be installing it. We can have some fun. Absolutely. So, but cool. All right. Next um, is Avowed. So this is, again, by Obsidian. This is a first-person fantasy RPG that they're making. They really didn't show anything. Uh, I think this is way off in the future. People are saying, uh, basically, this is going to be Obsidian's Skyrim. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Which I think is cool, because, I mean, um, I I like those Bethesda-type games. I played Skyrim a few times, so I could use something new. Yeah. Uh, the next one is As Dusk Falls. I, that's all I have is that written down. If I recall, this is the one where I think where these families are going, they're they're moving or something, and they end up in in a involved in a robbery or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so, the the art style in this game is very neat. I think because it's yes. almost like drawn art. It's almost like flipbook art if you think about it. You know where. Yeah, I don't know. I just I watched it. I'm like, you know, it's kind of cool. It's it's a, like I said, it's a thing that probably places like IGN or whatever they'll they'll get great praise for this. Like I believe if you know the story's good because people are gonna play it and feel attached and emotional to it and things like that. So, but no date, no date of course on that one. But yeah. it, the art style looked really cool. It looked it looked pretty too. So kind of um, reminds me of like a motion comic. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I think, is this the one I thought I saw where it's like an interactive game? I think so. I, yeah. I, that's, I think I, that's kind of the way I took it. Kind of like maybe like a Telltale game. Yes. Or a, yeah, or a dot, don't nod, or something like very story-driven. But maybe we enter. I think it was interactive, so. Right. Um, next one, Hellblade 2, Sen- Senua's Saga. I never played the original Hellblade, <laughs> so... I didn't either, but I mean, they didn't really show anything more than what they've already shown everywhere else, other than you could take, like, you can go and watch the video of, like, the places of how they went through and went to Iceland and looked yeah. at, you know, the area and, and built it out, so... I mean... It looked neat. I played Hellblade 1, maybe mm-hmm. just the first couple of hours of it. The puzzles really got to me. Like, I got frustrated and just uninstalled it. I mean, the game the game itself looks good, 
I didn't like the the fight system in it. The fight system was kind of difficult. And then once I got to the puzzles, where I don't know, she it's all about like um, I can't think of the term. Like she's kind of messed up in the head, like dealing with some internal issues. And so she has to like do these puzzles, like look at different items and like match up these shapes and stuff. And there was one puzzle where it's just making me go crazy so i was like forget this if this is what the whole game is like i don't want to play it but yeah i mean it's nice though yeah i've heard it's uh the first one it's only like a six hour gameplay as far as time on that but yeah. so it's almost like she's schizophrenic like yeah schizophrenic. That's yeah it. that's yeah. that's what i think it was supposed to be yeah. yeah that that's correct yeah yeah multiple personality type right thing but Cool. Okay, um, I'm going to try to step this up because uh, I know it's late. So Psychonauts 2, it was more of um, Jack Black. They showed a trailer of him, and basically yeah. Jack Black is singing the song for this game, and it was more like a music video um, for yeah. Psychonauts 2. So I only have one thing about this one, and again, it's something that I saw comparing Psychonauts 2 to Ratchet & Clank the new Ratchet and Clank game, like, you know, like, oh, look how pretty Ratchet and Clank looks. Looks good. Looks great. But then they're like, oh, look at this. It looks like Kitty Game or something like that. I'm like, yeah, because that's that's Psychonaut. That's what they want it to look like. I'm like, please, if you have a complaint, tell me this is a complaint you would say right in front of Tim Schafer, <laughs> one of the greatest developers, you know, around you know, as far as creations, and you're going to tell him his game looks stupid because I know exactly what he's going to tell you back. <laughs> so that's, that's, I mean, you know, this is double fine. It's like one of my favorite developers. They make like one of my favorite games of all time. So it's just like, you know, that's their style. That's what they, that's the way they are. So, yeah. I was going to say, I never played Psychonauts, but this is what it looks like, right? Like this is nothing really changed about it. No. No, no. Yeah. So, and if you haven't played Grim Fandango, you have to go play it. It's awesome. Yeah, I have to get it on PC. Cause I remember they came out with the remake, right? But it was only on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah and they came out on Steam. Yeah. 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 Oh, love that game. So. All right. Uh, next is Destiny Two coming to Game Pass. Bron's favorite game. Um, uh, they also have a DLC called beyond light coming out uh, november 10th this year um and one thing i noticed and i so we had we've heard some rumors about game uh, xbox gold going away um you know x cloud coming out in september but it's not going to be called x cloud they haven't named it yet but they said that the destiny 2 is coming to game pass and for game pass ultimate members that Destiny 2 will be playable via the cloud. So right. I took that as a hint of, yes, there are, are there are changes coming to what we know of probably gold slash Game Pass slash Game Pass Ultimate slash whatever. There's going to be some change uh, on xCloud. So there's going to be a changing to the services coming up. So... Yeah, so the only thing about that, because I do play a lot of Destiny 2, uh, is uh, New Light is not only changing, so they're putting a lot of the game in the in a vault, so they're, they're like removing a lot of the current game and stuff like that, and then New Light's coming out. So when you buy New Light, like on PC, it's like 
$49. It's an expansion. But then for like $69, you get a season pass as well because um, for some reason, Destiny and Bungie feel like they have to nickel and dime you every two months for money. Um, okay. And then when when you get something, you, you can basically play through most of the content in one week and then it's just like do that for four straight months. Um, but the thing with New Light is you're getting New Light and everything for free um, through Games Pass, included with the Games Pass subscription, not technically free. But you, you get that, but you don't get the Season Pass DLC part of it. You're just getting the initial New Light. Also, it does not count for Ultimate. So I don't get it for PC. Like, I've played Destiny on PC forever. Of course, I have it on Steam. So I still have to purchase mine, but they're saying, I saw something saying like maybe 2021, they'll try to get it in Ultimate. Um, but the only thing that's cool about there is they're cross-saved now, so I can install it on Xbox and play it on Xbox if I want yeah. and still have all my stuff. So so what is the, so they're saying it's coming to Game Pass, but I thought Destiny 2 was already free. So is it out of DLCs yeah. coming to Game Pass? So, so the way the way Destiny is is yes, you get a free part, but it does not include like the expansions. So the what's in Game Pass is you're getting the game and all the expansions and the newest expansion. Oh, okay, uh, but you don't get the season passes basically because like there's like three season passes or something like that. Um, so that's the way it looks like for the Xbox. You're you're basically getting caught up all the way to the point except for the season pass part right. um so and then on Which, uh, I, I don't have a problem with mm-mm. because you know i mean it's, i know i can hear people complaining well i don't get this okay it's part of game pass right you're not buying the game you're getting destiny 2 all the dlc and then if you want to buy extras guess what pony up some money and buy the yeah. extras you got the base and all the dlc for free it's just yeah. like uh, Minecraft Dungeons. The game was free in Game Pass, but I paid an extra ten bucks to get the Hero Edition. Yeah. You know, uh, and so I'm not complaining it, that I had to pay quote for a free game because I didn't. Yeah, and, and the thing with the season pass is typically what they do is you can still go play the game and you get some of the content. You just don't get to play like the new dungeon type level uh, until the next season. Then that part is free for everybody that has new light. So right. typically what it is, is if you just went and bought the expansion, which you do need to buy the expansion, um, well, not Games Pass, but like if you bought the expansion, then you, typically when you get the expansion, they give you the first season with it, and then you have to pay for season two, three, and four. So because basically I think there's four seasons per year, and then there's a new expansion. Um, and and those ex- those season passes are only like 10 bucks or something, like 10 or $15. I think you yeah. save five bucks if you buy it and the other one. And all they are, just any like any other typical season pass, you're unlocking from zero to 100, and you get like, oh, here you got materials at level five, and you get this at level six. Uh, but there is like a free tier to it, too. So it's just like Fortnite, Mod- or Call of Duty. It's just like any of those type of season passes. But I like the idea that, hey... You're going to get, like, if I want to go play New Light, I just got to put it on my Xbox. Or I can go and buy it for PC, but, you know, here I'll probably just take advantage because I'm already uh, a Games Pass owner, so. Yeah, well, you you... would get it because it should be, they said Game Pass, I believe. So I take it now, I don't know if that's 
PC Game Pass or Xbox Game Pass? Th- this one here is, I believe, Xbox only. 2021 okay. would it be under Ultimate. But I would then have to install it again outside of Steam, oh. which is where I have it installed now. So right. Okay. Yeah. So your Steam save doesn't go over to the Windows Store version the- of it? They do. Like, yes, I could. Uh, I guess you're right. I could uninstall it from Steam and then put that in. But then I'd have to find all my friends that I play with and, get the, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. get their IDs. So maybe, maybe you're not. I guess I guess you wouldn't need to do that. But so it would all work out. But honestly, if I'm going to play it and I'm not going to play it on a console, and I'm going to play it on a PC. Like typically I just buy it. So but we'll see. Uh, a couple more to get through here. Um, Stalker 2. They they just showed a CGI. I have no idea what this game is about. But I will say this. The very beginning... Did the very beginning opening scene of this trailer remind anyone of anything else? With the it Ferris wheel. Of, it had the Ferris wheel. Oh. I originally thought about uh, Metro. I did think of Metro at the yeah. very end. Uh, when the guy turned around or the person the person walking turned, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a Metro game, uh, and it wasn't. But at the very beginning, when I saw that Ferris wheel, it reminded me of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The, I think it was the sniper level. Oh, there was okay. a. I, I swear it's the same level, the same place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, oh. yeah. As you're going through these games, though, uh, these games that you're talking about, start starting with Stalker Two until. I think the next, the last one you go through, these are right. all the ones that are considered console launch launch exclusives. Right. So well I'm on um I'm on tech radar right now and it's saying that it's a PC and Xbox exclusive. You won't see this on PS5. Huh. So I guess that was a big deal because Stalker was originally a PC game. It said it came out a decade ago. And um it used to be just like a PC game, but now it's coming to console but only through Xbox. At least that's what it's saying here in the article. Uh, maybe it's launched on console first. Maybe that's what console launch exclusive means. Console first, then PC. Not day and date like everything else. Maybe that's what they meant by that. I don't even know. Like it, it, This whole console exclusive world premiere, this crap that they've done the last three years in E3, these are one of the, the complaints we've always had. We just yeah. didn't understand what, what meant what. <laughs> it's like they were just confusing everybody. So... I think they're trying to oh, wow. be more clear because Sony doesn't say anything. They just show you the game and everybody yeah. like, is that exclusive or is that cross platform or what? Everybody assumes they're only on PS5 when they show yeah. it in their conference. Which, I mean, that's what marketing is good for because um, yeah. on Twitter, you can see the Xbox account saying, oh, that game looks great. It's going to be on Series X as well. And, you know, they're yeah. playing damage control because Sony's just showing game after game and everybody's like, "Is this is all you know, first party, this is awesome, or yeah. this is all Xbox or PlayStation exclusive. But in reality, it might launch there first, or it might just be cross-platform. You never know. So I think that's why Xbox does the console launch exclusive. Yeah. Because it might come to Xbox first and then PS5 later. So they're just trying to be upfront about that. Right. So- yeah, and I remember, I remember after the Sony One Xbox actually putting out tweets and stuff and saying, like, this game will also come out on Series X and it'll be the best place to play it. And it was like, yeah. Ugh. you know. So, so here's an interesting history. So this is, it looks like this series of games is based on a book series. 
um, oh, where is it? Uh, I guess there was a TV show. There was a movie hmm. on this uh, called well, Stalker. And then it says, for the first game, see Stalker Shadows of Chernobyl. Uh, this is a series of first-person shooter survival horror video games. Um, now, this game was originally announced in August of 2010. Wow. With an yeah, initial yeah. release date scheduled for oh. 2012. So there's been a lot of, a lot of change. Um, but, yeah, it was announced today that it will be released in 2021 for Windows and Xbox Series X. And this will be the first time the series will be on consoles. Did you say Chernobyl? Yes. Okay. That's probably where that Ferris wheel is from. Yes. So, yeah, uh, this it says it's uh, the games are set in the area surrounding the Chernobyl disaster site known as the Zone. Um, yeah. So that's it's based on that. So Yeah. Uh, well, once you said that, I know that's kind of one of those iconic pictures of Chernobyl. It's like yeah. that old old ferris wheel um next thing we have is warhammer 40k uh dark tide uh coming out 2021 this game it was just a cgi trailer but i'm like i want to know all about it when it gets out Uh and uh tetris effect connected holiday of 2020 um this looked interesting like everybody could get together play online and it almost looked like you could share parts or something i don't know it was really kind yeah of like help trailer. each other yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um again i'm like gonna burn through these i know we're going late uh the yeah. gunk uh was shown this actually looked really cool the, the lady they, there was like two women in a spacecraft and one jumps out and she's sucking up a bunch of gunk or something I, it looked really cool um then we saw the medium which yeah i still Weird. don't know what this is yeah i'm freaked out <laughs> Yeah. So the cool thing about that one is, is basically what they're saying is there, there's two worlds in this game and they're actually rendered and running at the same time simultaneously. So in, in like, I don't know if you can switch yourself between the two. Like it, to me, what it sounds like is there going to be some puzzles, right? And there's going to be a puzzle. It's like, Oh, I can't get through this. I can't get to through this wall, but if you switch to the next world, that wall is actually like broken down. You know what I mean? So it's going to be kind of one of those things to kind of flip through that stuff. And it looks scary. I won't be playing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely like on my computer, as you can see, I sit in the dark and then, you know, every I once in a while Devin pops around me and scares the crap out of me. So I won't be playing that game. So, <laughs> Um, then we had Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis coming in 2021. This was the Sega game uh, that we were thinking of earlier. And then the last one, well, the last one was Fable, but I got yeah. ruined. Um, <laughs> the next one was Crossfire X or 10. I don't know which way it is. Uh, this is coming out this year. It's a free-to-play game. Um, looks pretty interesting. I think this yeah. is the one that's been around for a long time in China. I want to say, and has been like extremely popular, and it's finally coming to the to North America. So we'll check that one out. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts or comments, guys? That yeah. So through through the twenty one games that we announced, there are there any one that looks like a launch title per se that's going to be ready for when the system comes out, and it's going to be kind of that. Here's what you want to play as Halo. 
other than that, most of them had no dates or are already coming out. Um, Ori is obviously an update, but you know we had a July and August, a September DLC, um, November tenth Destiny. Um, we have, like you said, Warhammer. We have a couple twenty one twenty twenty ones like Tetris Effect twenty twenty. So Crossfire, I think, is another one of those ones that's going to be. You know, it said 2020. I think it's actually holiday 2020. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, so, like, there, when you're talking, I'm going to go buy my new console and I'm going to take it home. And these are the games I'm going to play. It looks like, based on what we've seen so far, is you're looking at like two or three games. Um, everything else is going to be something that's either coming out or obviously all the games that you have, all the games that are in Game Pass are going to have the smart delivery. So you're going to get those updates, and it's going to be played and be playing the best on Series X, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so, that's why it was smart for Xbox to do the whole big deal about backwards compatibility. Because I believe that was what the issue with PlayStation 5 was, right? Like they said, most of our games aren't going to be backwards compat. Like we're new generation, we're starting fresh, and... With this generation, it was like you have what, like two or three games come out, and then you had like nothing for like a long time. So, at least with this right here, it's like, okay, you only have a couple of games for launch, but you still have your back catalog from the previous generation you could play through. Yeah. So, I think that's why it was smart for them to do the whole backwards compatibility thing from the jump. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think for PS5, they're doing backwards compatibility. And I think what they're saying is like, the top, the best of our top 100 games will be backwards compatible. Like, right. I, there's, there hat, they have to be able to play the first Spider-Man, Last of Us Two, Ghost of Tsushima. You know, like those games that just came out. Like, those have to be backwards compatible. If they're not, or you have to buy them again, that is a massive screw up on their part. I, I don't think that's the case. I think you're going to be able to play those. Um, at least I hope you're going to be able to play this because I'm not playing them on my PS4 right now. And and if that ever comes, you know, PS5 comes around then and you could do that, that'd be great. Um, but, you well, know, overall... Guys... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, do you guys plan on getting the Series X on day one or do you guys plan on waiting? Day yeah. One. Uh, PC. Yeah, I was debating because I have a gaming PC and I want to play Halo, but I know I could play that on my PC. So I'm like, do I really want it to Series X or just wait it out? Yeah. And this kind of goes into that, that like my rant that I know I talked about, you know, be a good gamer, you know, stop being miserable and be happy with games no matter where they come from. Um, but Microsoft. For people to sit there and say, oh, Microsoft's not going to sell that many consoles, you know, like, oh, they're putting all their games on PC, oh, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And it's just like, yeah, they're letting, and, and even in their conference today, they said everything revol evolves around you. And he's talking to us. Yep. I love the fact that I get to play all these games exactly where I want to play them, when I want to play them, and how, I, you know, it's just like I get to choose what I want to do. Right. I don't have to spend four or five hundred dollars more to go play them on a TV. Like right. I can sit and play them on what I have now, and I love that. You have a PlayStation, right, Brian? Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, if you want to play Spider-Man Miles Morales, you have to buy a PS5. 
so that that's my thing like if i have to buy a console like i have to go play a console that's the console i kind of have to buy or else i can't play these games now they are that's why i always tell people like hey new horizon or horizon zero dawn is a great game it is out on pc go buy it if you've ever wanted to play it and you haven't played it yet buy it on pc because that is showing sony like hey you need to wake up you need to put your games out on pc because not everybody owns a playstation like yes you may have sold a hundred million but everybody keeps saying the game's what matters the game is what matters the game is what matters you know and they just sold a crap ton of games for Ghost of Tsushima and, and you know, The Last of Us Part 2. But if you're going to sit there and tell me console exclusives or, you know, exclusives are the best thing, like that's the only thing that matters, and you have 100 million in sales, you would think you're selling 80 million games, but you're selling seven. Yeah. So p- make up your mind <laughs> on what's more important. But you know when i'm saying play and also like mark you're saying hey you have to go do this yes for spider-man i do but like this overall conference from microsoft it's like hey what would you give it a score eight to ten you know everybody wants to score i say oh i give it an eight i gave the playstation one an eight you know and they're just like well playstation has better games or has more games like microsoft's all on the pc and that's why i went out to playstation i looked it up and here are the games that they actually gave dates for Spider-Man Holiday, only on PlayStation 5. They had the cat game, if you remember that. It's 2021, but comes on PC. Goodbye Volcano High, 2021, comes on PC. Ghostwire, 2021, comes out on PC. Jet the Far Shore, Holiday 2020, comes out on PC. Godfall, Holiday 2020, comes out on PC. Solar Ash, 2021, comes out on PC. Hitman 3, comes out on Xbox. You know, 2021. NBA 2K, you know, 2021. Comes out in the fall, it's on Xbox. Bug Snacks, that's one of the funny ones. Um, fall 2020 comes out on PC. Deathloop is a timed exclusive for PlayStation. Village Resident Evil 2021 comes out on Xbox. Cragmata, uh, which is that space game, which looks pretty cool. 2022 comes out on Xbox. So all the games they gave dates for, they all come out either on Xbox or, or, or PC. You know, that comes out of Sony's conference. So you got to really watch when you say things that like, oh, their conference is better. Like, yes, they showed Ratchet and Clank in Horizon 2. No date whatsoever. I can tell you it's not this year, you know, or possibly next. So that's the thing. If you buy a PlayStation 5 this year, you only get the Spider-Man game then? And that's not even a full game, right? That's just kind of like a half. It is a full. It is a it's it's DLC, but it's it's kind of one of those expansion to a game but it's a uh, but it's a single standalone release but you don't it's not need a, to own but it's a shorter don't... title like it's, yeah it's not gonna be like 60 hour game i don't know how many hours the spider-man but my understanding is it is a standalone but it's uh yeah like you said it's an expansion or an add-on to an yeah. existing game so but it's only like five or six hours or something yeah like five that. five six shorter. hours yeah and you have to buy an entire new piece of hardware to play the sequel or expansion to a game that you could buy and play on the PS4 Pro. Like, that's the biggest problem I have between the two consoles. Lost Mark. Oh, he's back. <laughs> I don't understand why Xbox is getting hammered where people are like, you know, the whole negative thing about, they, you don't have to buy the console right away. They're right. not 
buy a Series X to play Halo Infinite. Nope. You can play Halo Infinite on your Xbox One. Like they don't. Yeah. And that's and, and Sony's like, nope, you have to buy this expensive piece of hardware to pay, play this additional piece of a game that you played on your current hardware. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And, and I mean, that, that's the thing is some people like myself, you know, might be holding off on a couple games just so it's like, well, I want I need a couple other games to play, you know, if it's backwards compatible and I don't have to pay more money for it. You know, because we, I'm assuming that's going to be true. I'm not going to say that they're, they're not going to do, you know, that they're going to do that. But that's, that's, that was a part of my rant, you know, going on, Mark, is people saying like, oh, this one and this one. It's just like, you don't go out, you, you got to go out and look at this stuff, you know, before you open your mouth and say things like that. But then even that, Mark, like, if you like that Spider-Man game is so much fun. Like, I love that Spider-Man game. Oh, I've, you I know, <laughs> and and the thing is, is the Spider-Man Miles Morales game might be completely awesome, and I really do want to play it, and I think people should be excited to go play it, you know. And it's just like, yes, unfortunately, you know, mo, mo, it's really for the people that are going to go buy one, like, or they're going to go buy a PlayStation Five. They're going to want something to play, and this is something to play, you know. Um, on like, Xbox, we just have that benefit that today, like right away this year. They're not going to say this game is only going to be for the newest console, like because I can kind of tell you, like Hellblade Two is not going to be working on Xbox One. You know, it's like they—they they, I don't know how long they're going to go. You know, new games to for the old systems. Eventually, that's going to cut off. But backwards compatibility—that's forwards compatibility. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, eventually yeah. but they've already yeah. committed to several years. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just know, I, yeah. where Sony's like, nope, buy it, buy it day one if you want to play yeah. the game. Well, that's the whole point of smart delivery, right? Is yeah, what you're saying the several. I, I I, okay, okay, I was great. Yeah. It's yeah. that's that's the thing. It's like I'm not, I don't have like. So Jonathan asked if we're gonna go out and buy day one. Like I don't have to. No. Like Sony, if you want to play the latest game, you have to buy hardware. Microsoft yeah. is saying you don't have to buy the hardware because you can still play the game on an Xbox One. Yeah. And but yeah, you'll get the better version on the new one, but you can still yeah. play the game. And it's just like that's man, in today's day and age, you gotta be consumer friendly. It's, yeah, you know, it's, it's just so well, I I'm, think I, I'm glad. I think yeah, I think Microsoft's actually doing Sony a favor. Like Microsoft is so consumer friendly, it's actually benefiting Sony. <laughs> because I don't have to buy an Xbox. Series X, like you said, I can have money to go buy my PlayStation. <laughs> so it's benefiting, <laughs> it's benefiting them. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, Sony has come out and said, you know, Ghost is our last PlayStation exclusive. Like everything else is only going to be on the PS5. And and I, I am a believer. Like you know, even though I like backwards compatibility and stuff, there is a point in time where you have to move forward. Like you, you have to say, like we want our developers to make sure this is the best and stuff like that, which Microsoft is doing the same thing, but they're saying, Hey, if you want this stamp on your game that says smart delivery, then obviously it has to be compatible for these other things. That's what that little stamp is for. But just also remember that Microsoft is committed to doing this, but not every company has to be committed to doing that. You know, third party, if EA wants to come out and say the new battlefield is only on the newest console and PC, then so be it. You know, that's just you know, the way the you know the way it's going that's to be at that point. True. However, yeah. that's third party. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I know that's what Sony I said. is dictating a first party title that you have to buy their hardware. Right. That that's the bad part. Yeah. You know, and Microsoft is not going to. They've already stated they are not going to allow developers to push out. Oh, here's the Series X version, and charge you for it. Yeah, yeah. Depending They're not going to it. allow that. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's what so, happened with this generation. I mean, yeah, Grand Theft yeah. Auto 5 on a 360, then they charge you a whole $60 again for the Xbox One version. Right. Yeah, we'll see more we'll see more things on that when when those prices and stuff get get done. And and you know, and one more thing for my hater thing. I had one more point on it too. It's like <laughs> for anybody that's doing the hating and stuff, just think about like do you because they're like, well, Microsoft's not going to sell any boxes. Microsoft's not going to sell any boxes, right? Do you really think Microsoft cares about selling a Series X? Because they lose money on that, right? Like they don't care about selling a Series X. What makes money during for console generation? The games. So they're making money, tons of money. We already said it, tons of money on Games Pass. And if they sell the games, then they're making money there. Like they don't care if you buy something that's costing them money. You know what I mean? As long as they keep pumping out their games and you buy their games. So they're more, think of them more as like turning into a public, like a games publisher and making okay. their money that way in Games Pass. You know, I see Sony at some point in time doing a Games Pass like thing. Like I've tried their PlayStation now. It's nice, but it's all old games and they take things off and it's not day and date. You know, things like that. Like, I would love to play Spider-Man and not have to have a PlayStation. But I want you to sit there and say, well, okay, you know, they're not going to sell anything. They're not going to sell anything. They're horrible PlayStations, number one. Also sit there, if you're one of those people saying that, also think about, okay, Microsoft packs up their console division and just turns into a games publisher. What is Microsoft and Sony doing right now? They are holding back information on how much the console is going to cost. Because none of them wants to show their cards first. Because, you know, if if Sony comes out and says their console's 700, well, then Microsoft's going to say theirs is 500. If Sony comes out and says theirs is 500, then Microsoft's going to come out and say theirs is 300. You know, they're trying to play this battle. Well, what happens if Microsoft didn't have a console? Do you think Sony would be holding off deciding, should we make this $400 or should we make it $800? Because when there's no competition out there, the thing's going to be $800. Then you're going to be paying $800 to play a DLC game, Spider-Man, you know, on your new console. Just think about things like that and show us support for anybody out there trying to make, be consumer-friendly to you and, and keep that competition going without having your so-called console wars. But that was, like, my last thing on my rant. <laughs> so, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but. No, but what do you guys do think like, overall, though, of the of the conference? Man, I like the show, and I like that. Like you were saying, I like that I have the choice because, like, I bought Xbox One and a One X on day one. But I noticed too, maybe after a couple of months, it seems like the systems knocked off like fifty, a hundred dollars. And so I was kind of, you know, whenever you buy something brand new, of course you're paying that that fee there, they'd be the first one in. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I could have just waited a month or two and got this cheaper. Yeah. So that's the, like, I'm going to eventually get a Series X, but I'm just waiting. Like, if it does come out at 500, I'll just wait for the price to drop, even if it's 50 bucks, because I can't, I still can't play it on my One X or my PC. But 
eventually yeah. I'm going to jump in to get it just because I do like console gaming, like PC usually have to fiddle around with settings or whatever. And, you know, with the console, I like the ability to just go play my game and just, you know, don't have to worry about anything else. It just works. Just push yeah. play. Yeah, oh. true. And I kind of like the idea of like when I have the money to actually put down on it, you know, I'm also waiting and, and when I do have money to put down on it, we haven't seen anything like their special editions, you know, like special edition edition type consoles. Like I'm curious on what they're going to do, you know, for those types of things. So Yeah, we still don't even know anything about Lockhart either yet. So I mean True. That be something that's gonna throw a whole wrinkle in the game as well yeah it's very true but overall i mean i like the show i didn't think it is it was as bad as people were saying on a group and stuff like i i didn't see what was wrong with it especially compared yeah. to sony i thought it was pretty much on par i thought they were identical they showed you games and got you excited that that was my take out of both of them you know like if you went out of there and you're not excited, then it's like, man, you you just found 21 reasons to be unhappy. <laughs> it's like yeah. you couldn't find one out of 21 to be happy about. So, yeah. I mean, I know Rob agreed too, but I still do miss the audience aspect of these type of big shows, especially for yep. like a console launch year this year. I mean, you want that on stage presence, everybody cheering, everybody getting excited and you know, I mean, it's like a performer, like they feed off that energy. So if the crowd is feeling it, that's just going to make the presenters that much, you know, step their game up that much more, get everybody excited about what's out there. And that energy definitely transfers out through the audience. So I know a lot of people are saying like, oh, an audience doesn't matter. I make the decision for myself. But I mean, if you look at Sony, they build hype. I mean, what their last E3, they only showed like three games and just the way they hype people up, everybody's like, oh, man, Sony killed it, even though these yeah. games are coming out for three years. I mean, everybody just got excited just because of the excitement Sony knows how to put on. So I think there definitely is an art form to, like, the stage show and having an audience there. And I think if Microsoft had this show in front of people, I think you would get, like, a totally different reaction online. Yeah, not only that, I think if we did have an E3 and we had that, we would have had... Uh, we would know what the prices of the consoles are right now. Uh, yeah, like definitely. somebody's eventually going to have to tell us, you know, for people that are buying these on day one, like they don't know how much money they have to save. You know, they're all speculating four ninety nine, right? So, you know, you get these people spending four night, you know, doing the four ninety nine, then all of a sudden like, oh no, they're not four ninety nine. And then it's like, man, I gotta save more money or I can't buy this now because I wasn't prepared. You know, I don't know, the, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that can, but I can't just roll around and drop, you know, eight, 800 to to $1,000 on gaming consoles in one day. So what about your stores, like your Best Buys and your Amazons that are usually relying on the pre-order numbers to kind of gauge how much stock they need to get? It's like you can't even do pre-orders right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that rumor or that mistake where it's like, oh, you know, it's the PlayStation pre-orders were going to be out like last week or whatever and they're saying people are standing in line it's like they would never put pre-orders out without a price right and if they did that's just being very very poor consumer friendly like what people are going to do put a hundred dollars down they're going to be like ah it's a thousand dollars you know oh it's a thousand dollars we're like i need my hundred dollars back <laughs> it's like you know so and microsoft has that uh what pay as you go 
over two years, right? Plan. Yeah, I yeah. forgot what it's called. So yeah. I wonder if folks are going to be leveraging that a lot more. Yeah, that's generation. true. Yeah, that comes with Games Pass and everything. You're paying all the monthly mm -hmm. stuff all in one shot, subsidizing yep. the console. Yep. Isn't that like but, all in or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do agree with, about the thing with the, uh, the whole E3 having the audience there is super important because, I mean, year after year, we see like Phil coming out and, you know, he's talking about something and then the crowd just goes nuts, right? They, they announce like, oh, let's say he announces like Fable coming soon. Yeah. The crowd will just go bonkers. Yeah. And then it's one of those where like he can't talk. Right. So he's like yeah. standing there waiting for everybody to finish, you know, shouting, hooting, and hollering. And, yeah. you know, we don't get any of that. I mean, it's basically what we've got is just a string of trailers. Right. Yeah. When, when you look right. at it. And, uh, but I, I do have to say, for what it was, I thought it was really well done and i was pleasantly surprised because like the sony one it irritated me so much to get those like <laughs> little video clips in between you know the thing with yeah. you know the stuff's moving all over the place and you know it's like i don't even know what i'm looking at there's just stuff moving all over the place and everything's all white and you know i i didn't really know it was like all playstation right stuff yeah. that they were like giving away but you know at least we didn't have that yeah yeah i mean that stuff was just like transition of you know yeah but stuff but but all I, the time yeah but like getting that keanu reeves type of moment sure yeah where you know like yeah. it's like one of those things it's like you're amazing no you're amazing you know like or is that what he said you're amazing yeah like you know we don't get stuff like that when we're just watching recordings. Sure. The, yeah. the, you are 100%. You guys are 100% correct on those. It is exciting to get those mic drop moments or, you know, Pete get screens or captures of people so excited about their favorite game, whether it was like Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, when that came out. And the, the, yeah. You know, there's a kid standing up and like he almost starts crying. He's so excited because, you know, that's how much he loves that you know and and yeah, yeah you you might have them crying at home but it doesn't capture that with just sure. have that excitement around you so yeah or it's, it's think about like shimu 3 like they didn't have anything for that game they just brought out the shimu creator and yeah people went crazy even though it's like okay this is coming to kickstarter i mean people went nuts i mean you don't get that type of reaction like if you just throw out a trailer like Hey, we're thinking about making Shimu 3 come to Kickstarter. Everybody's like, okay, you know, but you put it out there on a big stage and make a big spectacle of it. And people are just like, wow, holy crap, like this, you know, look who's up there type moment. So you definitely miss out on those moments there. Or even a cyber, remember Cyberpunk a couple of years ago with Phil Spencer was done talking. And then like the whole room yeah. just started glitching and you saw like the, the air screen come up and everything. And then it was just like a precursor to cyberpunk. And that was like a holy crap moment there. Or even the ones where, you know, he'll announce something new and it's like available. Now the crowd goes wild or, yeah. you know, yeah. here's this, you know, new game. And then I think it was last year's E3 where they had all that stuff under the stage. Oh yeah. Or like the, like 
Gears of War. Yeah. And so, you know, they announced it and they said, like, you know, the people here, they can play it now or after the show. And, uh, you know, they show the people playing it. And, you know, it's just you, you, you miss a lot of that energy or even about a game like, you know, this has happened to me where, you know, I'll see, I don't, I can't say it was necessarily specific to the Xbox, but when I'm watching some show and then you see the crowd go wild, then you kind of like pay attention. It's like, okay, why are they excited? You know, maybe I should look into this title. Yeah. And uh, I was half expecting it also to be kind of like the whole inside Xbox format, right? Where, you know, you had Major Nelson and them talking and making it like a, you know, like a, not a narrator, but a hosted show. And, uh, you know, they, they definitely didn't go that route. I, I would imagine they didn't do that just because they wanted to get the, um, the regionalized streams, right? Yeah. Where they had like for all the different countries and and all that. I I would say though for a pre-recording one, I'd rather have it the way they did it here, other mm-hmm. than having like a Major Nelson type show. No, I don't have anything. Major Nelson's a nice, very nice gentleman, and and it's not like I dislike him or anything. But really, I don't need his blabbering between things and and just awkward moments. I, I just I don't need it. Like I don't have time to, you know. The thing was an hour long, which I know that's what they were shooting for. But it's like I don't need him to be like, "Hey guys, like how about that?" Now on to the, you know, it's like I don't I don't need that. Just you know, push through, and yeah. you know. Oh, but it, it was very professional. Yeah, uh, it kept moving along, kept a nice pace. Um, I, I I think the Halo Infinite part, the gameplay went on a little long. <laughs> I was like, "How long is this going to be?" It was, but, it was eight minutes. Yes, and yes. you know, you know, they had to show at least gameplay, or else, again, yeah. they would have been ripped up and down for not having enough gameplay. Of sure, it. yeah, that's so, why I think they went so long because that last yeah. show they had, they got hammered for. Yeah. Even though I thought they had gameplay, like that bright memory game that looked like it was gameplay on there, but everybody didn't give them the benefit of the doubt, even though they gave Sony the benefit of the doubt, because they never said, like, Ratchet and Clank was gameplay. Everybody just assumed it was. Yeah. But it was, like, the same thing with Bright Memories. Like, that looked like gameplay, but everybody's like, no, Xbox didn't show anything. Yeah, it's the like, more... What? They kind of got dinged on the Assassin's Creed, which was supposed to be gameplay reveal. And it was like, yeah. well, that was gameplay. It wasn't a gameplay walkthrough, you know, but it right. was still gameplay. And it was just like, oh, no, when we sit, when we think gameplay, we think this. And it's like, oh, you thought wrong. <laughs> it's like, sorry. Um, but I mean, that's probably on Ubisoft, too, because they wanted to show yes. more stuff for their events that they're having. So, yep. Agreed. Thank Mark, what do you think? Um, like I said, I think I said earlier, my first time through, I was not impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I rewatched it later with, um, you know, I think we get built up. There was, there was so much build up to this that I yeah. think it wasn't going to meet my expectations. And, and in reality, I want more. I want to see the hardware. I want to know about the services. It's like, it's weird. I want to know kind of everything else besides the games. So there was nothing really outstanding here for me. A couple of things of like, ah. Uh, that looks good. I might check that out. Um, the you know 
So when I went back at a second eyeball on it, going, okay, this was a game showcase. Looking at what they have, there is a huge variety of stuff. I think Microsoft has done a great job of answering, we don't have any exclusives. Well, yeah, you do. This is, everything here was just about almost everything shown was exclusive to Microsoft. Now, if people keep saying, well, it's on PC too. Guess what? That's also Microsoft. Yeah. That is a Microsoft platform. It's not It's not a separate company. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's PC. That's, that's a win for Microsoft. They don't care if you buy it on PC or Xbox. They don't care. So it, it, but now, regardless if you're a PC or a console player, from Microsoft, you are getting a much, you're getting more exclusives, a wider, I think, maybe not so much a wider array of games on PC, because those, those I think have been there, but you're going to get more developers from the Microsoft Xbox Game Studios that are going to publish good quality games of different genres. Um, and we're, you know, looking at the stuff, it's like, wow, there's stuff there for everybody pretty much. Um, yeah. And then we still have all the third party stuff. So there's a lot to be excited about. I'm really looking forward to the next event because I think in August, if they really do have a hardware event, what I want to see is release date, pre-orders, price. I want to know what the X is. I want to know what the S is. I want prices and release dates of both. I want to know, is Xbox Gold going away? Um, is multiplayer going to become free? What are they doing with Ultimate? They're, they hinted today that you know games uh, xCloud, what's xCloud going to be called? Um, it'll be included in Ultimate, but... So does that mean if you're only an Xbox Game Pass subscriber, you don't get it? If you're a PC Game Pass subscriber, you don't get it. But if you're an Ultimate, you get everything. Um, you know, it's the services and the pricing and the hardware. You know, I want more of that because I know the games are coming and they're, you know, I guess I wasn't as, uh, that wasn't as big of a deal for me. Um, but I went in all hyped up because it's like we did, we had something in May, which wasn't, was indie. We didn't get anything in June, which we originally thought we were going to get. So it's like we've been sitting around for two months going, oh, this is it. This is it. This is it. And then this is what we got. And I was tired and I had a bad stream. So my first time through. So I was like, <laughs> I can go back to sleep, you know. Um, yeah. Again, so I rewatched it. Different frame time, uh, different frame of mind. Um, and I think it was a really good show. Um I just don't see how they did badly or poorly here. It was, I don't think they did any worse than Sony did. Sony had a, an equally good show, uh, what, until uh, earlier in the month when they did um, theirs? Did they do June, right? Was it in June? I, I thought it was the beginning. Right. Of, but whatever they did, yeah. you know, within the last month, they, you know, they had a good show too. And I thought their console looked so much better than the, the Series X, to be honest. I Dang, love the like look of the discless PlayStation 5. <laughs> Yeah, you know. I'm still not sold on it, but I, I like both of them. I think they <laughs> both look nice. So, yeah, but um, I yeah, yeah. overall, uh, it, it was good. Um, I'm really excited to see the next one. I want to get the thing in my hand. Um, I just want to play, you know, Gems of War. Uh, with you know, I want to hit the the button to I want to hit the A button to launch the game and be playing. Uh, two seconds later, yeah. same with Fortnite. You know. I'm gonna get this thing, and the first thing I'm gonna play is probably Fortnite or Gems of War. So, <laughs> so just of War because by the initiative. 
yeah, I, I do want to see what the initiative's doing. I want to see the, I, I like I said, I think we're going to see more games shown to us from the other six developers that they bought. Um, so I think we'll see those in the next month or two. I, I'm hoping by next month we have, we see those and the hardware and have all these answers and we're done. Yeah, because you know? that's the only negative I have was I really want to see what the initiative is working on since they built that studio from the ground up to kind of compete with your naughty dogs out there. Yeah. So I really wanted to see. I was hoping they would show it, but if they have a show in August, maybe they're not, you know, showing their cards all right now. Maybe they wait for that mic drop moment when they reveal the lock heart and everything and the pricing and say like, oh, yeah, here's our next big quadruple A title that we're working on. But that's also a brand new studio. So they might still be just sitting at storyboard trying to figure out what they want to work on. Or if it is Project Dark, you know, they we might get like, um, you know, we've seen, I think it was Unreal did, uh, or Epic did a Unreal Engine 4 trailer of some dude just smoking. Yeah. Like throwing, yeah. You know, in the rain and stuff. That, I, I imagine we'll get something like that. Like, here's a... A, like a CGI trailer of what they envisioned. I, there's going to be no gameplay. I don't think they've even started on it yet. Yeah, but, I think uh, that's better than nothing, though. Because oh, I mean, yeah. think of like <laughs> F Stranding, they did like four years of just CG trailers before <laughs> they saw any gameplay of that thing. So, yeah. I just don't, I don't want to see, I don't want to see uh, Bill Gates carrying a baby uh, across the planet. <laughs> yeah. No, but. Yeah, I think that would be nice to see, but uh, overall, show was good. I I think they're going in the right direction and they're doing the right things. Uh, Phil Spencer Same. just is uh, he is the right person to head this to head Xbox, no doubt. So yeah, I always say the proof is in the pudding. So once the consoles do come out, I think that will be the actual test of how these things perform out in the wild. I mean, we can speculate all we want, but it comes down to having the actual hardware out there and playing these games. And here's the funny thing, too. Like what you said, Phil has it as his house. He has one. So if you've played against him, he plays with people, you know, and if you've played against him, you've played against someone who's on a Series X. Right. So. Yeah, I think a few of those guys said they have them. I know that guy. I can't think of his name. He has the really long beard. He's been making the rounds in the media, but he said he has one as well. He's been playing on. Aaron Greenberg? Um, no. Is that the guy? A, that... I don't think he has a long beard, though. Yeah, oh, that's, he... that's the guy in the last show. He was, like, sitting on the sofa. Yeah, no, he had, or... like, the Series X refrigerator or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, you know, that was, a, that was an image, a background image. You know, wasn't his real kitchen or real refrigerator. Yeah. That image was like one of those joking images of like, oh, the Series X looks like a refrigerator, and he put that back there, and people didn't. A lot of people didn't catch it <laughs> until like it was like they didn't catch that that was the meme that he had behind him. I laughed so hard; it was so funny. So, yeah, he has a beard; it's just not long. Yeah, um, but that might be the guy. I thought it was like He's a ZZ doing top a lot beard. Of stuff. Yeah, yeah, this guy looked like he was at a ZZ top. <laughs> Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't remember. So, but yeah, he's been making the rounds. Like, a, he's the one that's been explaining that architecture stuff for the Xbox. Like, he yeah. was just on a IGN that was a podcast unlocked. He was on there talking about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we should just wrap it up. 
skip everything else. It's late. Yeah, I don't think we have much else. <laughs> yeah, we can skip the retail releases. Go go look them up on the wire. <laughs> <laughs> go look them up yourself. Actually, yeah. they would have known anyway. Yeah, they're already we, out. <laughs> yeah, we run a little late <laughs> with that. So. Okay. Um, real quick. Okay, we're done. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll just do the. Well, we don't even need, need, need to do those announcements. All right. So that's it for episode five sixty eight. Uh, my name is Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, thanks to Brian and Jonathan for for being on the show. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys for having me on again. Yeah, I appreciate. It. Always fun to come back. Uh, thank you, I'm, uh, Wingman709, taking off, and all consoles matter. Except for Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> Does it identify as a console? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs>